we are live. Hey, Concrete. What's goody? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, lady. How are you? I am doing really, really good. Um, no complaints at all. I'm feeling good, doing good, nothing to complain about. What about you? I am doing really good too. Just got back from uh, my anniversary weekend. Yes. Um, so it was super duper lit. Mm -hmm. Um, me and Curlin had a really, really good time. I have to tell you a little story. <laughs> oh. So we went to this cooking class and mm -hmm. the cooking class was pretty lit. Um, it was Curlin and I were the only black people there, right? Uh-huh. So let me ask you what you think. So, you know, me and Curlin, we had a good time. You know, we were dancing around, cooking, mm -hmm. um, tasting food, whatever. You know, just having a good time. And um, this lady, this white lady comes up to me and she's like, oh, you guys seem like you're so much fun. Um, I would love to hang out with you guys. And oh. <laughs> I was like, is she trying to get her queen of spade on? Or am I like not used to people being friendly? Oh. And I was like, I was interesting uh it sounds a little like she was showing her interest i don't know that sounded a little funny. that's what i thought too i was like uh, um sis i love to hang out with y'all what, what yeah what and then i was like oh you know um we're leaving she's like um they had friends from in town and i was like okay well you know we're gonna leave uh fairly soon you know um you guys are leaving tomorrow and she looked like she was really disappointed in that mm. and i was like oh she was shooting her <laughs> shot for sure she was shooting her shot mm -hmm. oh child i got to watch out that day yes. feeling, honey. <laughs> she was shooting her shot i was <laughs> like am i tripping i was like she seems Ooh. a little sounds... did i say it aggressive <laughs> It sound like she was definitely shooting her shot, trying to see what that'd be like. Mm. Mm -mm. Um, mm. Kit Clouds, you know, um, we put a little bit more extra. They did, like, you know, just regular salt and pepper. I was like, where the garlic powder and the onion powder? It would have been a four-way, right? Not a three-way. Oh, you talking about something else. Girl, he said, did y'all season too much? Oh, I looked at his uh, at the other comment beneath that, child. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you, I would have had to have my, pull my uh, lorries out my bag. Listen, Ponies, girl. Baby. Where the Tony Saturans at? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. no, babe, we need some more seasoning on this. But it turned out really, really nice. Okay. Um, it was a really great weekend. So, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, girl, what else is going on? Uh, I had a pretty chill weekend. Like, what did I do? I got out into the streets and went to a few stores um just trying to pick up some stuff for like fourth of july so i was wait like wait a minute wait a minute wait a wait a damn minute no yeah. no no because weren't you supposed to be on like a no buy this month well for me personally but it's stuff for the house technically so that don't count but um <laughs> yeah I... let me see have i bought oh, oh. <laughs> you know what Mm. I okay so on uh -huh. June 
on June 1st, uh-huh. um, I got an alert that both Netta Porte and Essence was having their sale. So I got, I bought one thing on that day, but I have, I've been doing pretty good. I don't, okay. So I had something to take back to H&M yesterday and I ended up spending $23 because I exchanged it and got something else, but I've been doing better than usual. <laughs> so I haven't been sticking to it strictly, but I'm telling you, I've been exercising some, I have some shoes in my cart right now on Nordstrom that I want to get so bad. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Mm. I've been doing far better than I typically would have. So it's the oh. 15th and I bought two things totaling like less than $200. So that's good for me. Oh, but, but, uh, so that's progress. Uh, you know, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, definitely not perfect. I but... just don't want you to end up on an allowance like me. Um, no, I, I really want I you to be careful how about I could that. do that because... I I don't know. Like that would be so difficult for me. Like I think I don't know how I could do that. Like I don't know if I would be able to stick to that strictly. And um, I have some like me and my husband were talking about today about some you know different business ventures that we're gonna you know get into. And I know as a result of that, you know I'm gonna have to cut back on my spending. But I'm one of them people that be like, you know how like you in trouble and your mom is like you on punishment. Like I'm one of those people that'll be like, okay, no, no, no. I'm gonna manage it myself. Just, you know, give me one more chance. (laughs) Like I I don't Mm -hmm. know if I would be able to stick to an allowance. It's just the mental thing of knowing that I have this limited amount. Babe, my credit cards, my whole allowance would be going to them credit cards. Oh, that's interesting. I'll be burning them up. But um, what what else is good? I see we got a super chat. Yes, a shout out to the active activist. He says happy anniversary, happy for and proud of y'all. Have a have you? Hope you have another great year of marriage and content. Mm -hmm. Thank you so so much. I definitely appreciate that. And I shout out to our girl Danica Marie up in this thing. She says, hey, y'all, just stopping through for a sec to show love. We definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you uh, coming through, girl. Girl, Danica been on the ass lately, honey. (laughs) I've been seeing, like, if I miss the show, like, I see her IG post, and I'm like, ooh, sis going in on somebody. Oh, so, I yeah, she, follow her on IG. Oh, girl, her. listen, she'll do like the little highlights or like some of her IG posts regarding what her content is about. And I'll be like, ooh, child. Child, Danica has mm-hmm. been on the ass. She I'm has. Like, she has. Child. And she seems justified in doing so. Mm, that part. <laughs> it's that been. Part. A lot going on um, this past week, I guess since our last show. One of which I wanted to bring up in reference to um, Diddy and Miss Carisha. So Carisha or Young Miami has a podcast that she started called Carisha Please. Mm-hmm. And the first guest was none other than Brother Love. Diddy, and honey. so what we know about Diddy, which we know Diddy is from the streets, but Diddy carries himself like a very well-to-do, respectable, 
I mean, businessman. I mean, we know he's from the streets, but even when you look at like over the past 15 years, the type of women that he has dated have played the background. Even when he was with Kim, she was more subdued. Whereas Young Miami is a bit loud. She is, she is city girl culture personified. Uh And I find it interesting that most of the men say men aren't attracted to city girls, that ratchet mess, twerking in public, cursing, smoking, drinking, doing all the things. Yet, you know, we have a prominent black man who is now attached to some of the, one of the very top, one of the purveyors of the um, city girl culture. Let me ask you a question because I'm going to tell you something interesting that I am noticing about um, city girls or of the sorts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I am noticing from quite a few, and I'm going to say the ones that are kind of prominent in, in like the the middle of the news or, you know, like mm-hmm. celebrities that I've seen. It's they're taking on different, um, like I'm noticing a lot of them eating healthier. Like I know a lot of city girls that would claim to be vegan. Really? Um, working out. That, like, yeah, I, I've noticed uh, quite <laughs> a few working out. They're eating healthy. They're a lot of vegans and stuff I'm not, like I'm that. I'm not saying the city girls, but just like hood city girls that are yes, like. That's why it was so shocking to me. Mm. Exactly why it was so shocking to me. Um, I would take like Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is like a vegan. He works out now. Um, yeah. And I, I've noticed a lot of women that would be considered like a part of that sort of culture, quote unquote, that they've, it's some different, it's, it's becoming different. And I thought it was interesting. Cause I was like, what? I personally have not seen like any ratchets getting into, you know, healthier living. Now, when we talk about a Kevin Gates, like, you know, I remember from what I recall, Kevin Gates seemed to have this profound epiphany once he went to jail and you know how that is going to go to well, jail. They got a yeah. link with somebody and he likely linked with Muslims and, you know, that's kind of that from what I remember, that's kind of how that happened. But if you think about Drika, like even I used to be, <laughs> I used to be a fan of Kevin Gates music and mm. Kevin Gates is like uber disrespectful, but I liked his music at one point in time and I liked Drika. So I was like watching Drika, you know, I watch her interviews and stuff yeah. like that. And she has always seemed very articulate, well-rounded into health, into fitness. She seems yeah. like one that kept, Kevin Gates grounded. So I think that she probably had a big influence on Kevin Gates, but I haven't seen a lot of ratchets getting into more health and fitness and caring what they put in their body. I have noticed, and I thought it was just like the weirdest thing to me because I'm like, since when is all of this happening? But you know, it's and and definitely not to say it's the overall majority of the culture, But it was interesting. Um, I'm going to tell you something. So there's this video. um, It's a girl named Glorilla. And it's the F-R-E-E, F nigga free. Oh, I be hearing that all the time on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) F-N-F, that's what what they call it. Yes, F-N-F. 
So when I looked at the video, I noticed that most of the girls in the video weren't overweight and they were black. And I was like, well, that's a, that's, that's a, that's a good thing. To be completely um, honest, you know, like living in Atlanta or outside of Atlanta, I know a lot of ratchets that are not overweight. Like even if you think about strip culture, like they, they have yeah. to care about their fitness and stuff. And like, you know, like, I mean, I don't necessarily see them curtailing what they put in their body as it relates to smoking and drinking and, you know, but they like, I know some strippers and some um, bottle girls and they like work out, they go, they go into the gym. You know, but they yeah, don't. which is what I thought was very interesting because I don't think we've ever had those cultures combined, like a workout culture yeah. or um, even to even think to be concerned about your fitness or whatever it wasn't really okay. a thing that's been preached. Yeah, but so also, I, I I just thought it was interesting. If you see like a lot of chicks, <laughs> speaking of strip club culture. A lot of girls are also like, you know, getting their body done. Like, so I've yes. always seen where there was a lot like that, that type of woman has always cared about their appearance as it relates to like the weaves, the long nails, the things like that. But I've never seen it combined with fitness. That is newer, I would have to say. Um, yeah. But if you think about like strippers and women who like they make their money with their body, you know, they, they've kind of typically tried to stay in some sort of shape, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I just thought that that was interesting. And that's, um, a thing that's new with our culture, quote unquote, because mm -hmm. I'm definitely seeing more of that, but I was like, well, okay, that's a mm -hmm. step in the right direction. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at yeah. that at all. You know, um, speaking of Kevin Gates and Drika, um, I saw that allegedly, you know, they're on the outs and they've separated. I think Kevin Gates unfollowed her and he's been seen out with some chick from Love and Hip Hop. And and there's an allegation that she cheated on him and with her trainer and all the things. And um, I found that to be interesting because always thought first of all to be like they seem mismatched to me but then i looked at it like she seems like you know she came from more of a well-to-do family and stuff that she was kind of slumming like you know how they say everybody like a bad boy that she yeah. was attracted to that bad boy type because literally she was homeless with him and didn't have to be came from a family who had a home da -da 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 -da, but trying to run up and behind him in the streets you know like they sleeping in bandos and what what have you because you know she's showing her allegiance to him so i always thought that they were kind of a mismatched couple um but um, i didn't breaking up they they would on on the surface they would kind of seem like a mismatched couple but um considering some of the things and rumors that i've heard her and him being linked to Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Drika's about that life. And yeah. they say that Drika was a writer. Um, yeah, girl, I don't know. I I, I think Drika was probably about that life. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting that you know that they were saying that he's saying that she was cheating on him or or whatever. But uh, Kevin Gates was never like the type of dude that I would be attracted to when I thought it, when I look at <laughs> Kevin Gates, it's like, there's a certain thing is too 
two streak for me. Like mm-hmm. everything is, a, <laughs> yeah, like it's a possibility that everything is some bullshit. Um, the type, his type seems to me, and this is my opinion, his type seems to be very, very manipulative. Yeah. Like you don't ever know if he's gonna really, really keep it real with you. Is always some bullshit on the other side, or little lie, little truth mixed in but i just always saw him as a guy that was on some bullshit so i i don't know he's just not i don't know he's not my favorite thug if, <laughs> if there was a way yeah um I, I like it's certain you know i think a lot of women are attracted to like a little bit of a bad boy a little bit of a a-hole even but like some of them go too far like the cat like i I can't jive with a dude that's willing to kick a chick in their face and that you know part. what I mean? Like that type of stuff. I'm yeah. Younger you wouldn't have got with Gucci Mane. Baby, no, that's too good. Like, like some of that type of stuff. I'd be like, uh-uh. No, see, this is where I draw the line. No. I'm like, I'm it's not too much. Not a relent pull over and let me out. I do not ride or die. No, baby. Mm-mm, that ain't gonna work right i was like um yeah y'all do too much like when i heard that gucci man had pushed the girl out the car i was yeah. like so Keisha, you gonna get back mm-hmm. okay okay yeah they, okay. they real street baby they 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 like uh young young um what is it ysl that that's a, they go a little too far um I, I thought they was like pretending to be street pre- you know pretending to be hood but right no, they, they for real no honey they they dead ass and yeah, yeah so <laughs> I'm like it it takes a different type of woman um to go through and be with those type of guys. Mm-hmm. And then when I, I think about the women, I'm like the women generally are um very strong. Um and I'm I'm saying like they're not just weak and you don't always see them crying, they ain't always in the media, mm-hmm. um telling all the business, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, it, it takes a, a a different type of woman to be able to maintain. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. I would agree. I'm sorry, I got to dial it back because I don't even know if you answered. But so, what what are what do you what are your thoughts about um, Diddy and Carisha? Like, uh, what what are your thoughts regarding that? I think it's a publicity stunt. I don't really see Diddy as knocking it out the park. I think Carisha's a good PYT. Uh-huh. Um, to be shown she's a hot girl she's city girl personified she in the media she's beautiful she's popular yeah. um she has a really fun sense of humor she's mm-hmm. a girl's girl um so i think diddy wants to be seen with the next thing that's hot you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's kind of like the beyonce thing to me because beyonce will not be seen with your ass if you catch a, a rumor anything beyonce be like bitch don't call me we hung out for that one time we good yeah. um and i think diddy does the same thing diddy only wants to be seen with the hot people honey the, the mm-hmm. sexy people only and when it's done um it's done like i i, I don't i don't take it serious i think she's having fun um what a good sugar daddy who probably gives her a really nice allowance and yeah well i can say i didn't consider whether or not it was a publicity stunt they seem a bit mismatched to me um just because he seems like he likes someone that's gonna 
shut up and, and, and play their role and she is not. But on the other hand, I think maybe she could be an, an interesting challenge for him um, that, you know, maybe she could, you know, challenge him in other ways. Maybe he now wants something different. I don't see it going the long haul. I mean, you know, she is <laughs> what just not what I would expect um, him to necessarily be coupled with. But um, it's very possible that it's a publicity stunt. I, you know, wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I don't, I don't, mm, I don't see it. I think Diddy is enjoying life, and mm-hmm. uh, Carisha seems to be having a ball, honey. Like, yes, mm. Carisha living, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, did um, you have any tea to spill? I do have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so DJ Academics and Ari, I heard, had a bit of a tiff. Um, oh, because yeah. he called her a baby mama. And I wanted <laughs> to know what you knew about that situation. And are you offended if somebody calls you a baby mama? Um, so uh, DJ Academics is messy. <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. He always is a mess. Very much so. Um, I would be offended if I were her. You know, like, I I mean, she came out as a rapper's girlfriend, but she, at this stage, she gets more notoriety than G Herbo. You know, she is has her own ways that she's charging clubs, and she is commanding a couple figures, you know, to, to do a club appearance. So I think that she has kind of separated herself and or deserves to be at least referenced by her name. But as it relates to me personally, um, I find that to be highly offensive. First of all, I don't have no babies. So I'm not a baby mama. Um, You know, I have young adult children, uh, if anything. So I, I think that the term is atrocious. I don't like it in regard being directed at me but i think that she you know she she's kind of you know we may not necessarily like what she does she may not be our flavor but i think that she has set her her and jada waiter if you think about it like they have their own following they might have been introduced into the game as a baby mama but i think they amassed their own following and you know i i would be a little salty too if i were her but what about you what you think um i think if (laughs) it's not a thing that's gonna be offensive to me Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just i just wouldn't be offended by that uh because if that is what it is and um even if you amass wealth and you still do make certain choices um to me that's gonna be exactly what it is like if you decided to have your kids outside of wedlock or um and i'm not even saying like it had to be a legal you know like legally married you you know if you if y'all are claiming that then that's cool too but i think when if if a thing is a thing then call it a thing so i wouldn't necessarily be offended by that but it's like um, your choices do, do have consequences. Um, and, you know, it's interesting that women will use a lot of derogatory terms toward men. But if a man is says, like, you're a baby mama, then all of a sudden you're offended. But you're probably more offended by baby mama than you more than you was, bitch. 
And I, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Oh, I'm equally offended by both. I, I don't I got play you. that game. <laughs> yeah. Like, that ain't um, something. Like, but, you know, I guess for me, you know, my kids were 14 and 16 when I became single. I wasn't referred to as a baby mama. I was my partner's woman. Um, and even before I became somebody's wife, I was in partnership with my love. So I just never have taken kindly to the term, you know, it's not something that I would refer to myself as. I think that we literally are seeing in our country where LGBTQ is literally, they've made it illegal for you to refer to someone outside of the the, the term that they the were. term, now that's with. interesting so, in itself. But it's okay for you to call somebody a baby mama who does not who who is telling you if you say it you know initially whatever and you don't know that that's something she finds offensive but once i deem that i find that offensive don't call me that just like if i find the b word offensive or whatever it is that you know is my limitation why is it that i because i have a child out of wedlock uh yes i am a, a single mother okay but baby mama i don't know it just gives real ratchet it, 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 I think that it's intended to, um, to yeah. a certain degree, but, um, the problem, a, a lot of the problems, uh, to me is that, um, you know, while our, our situations aren't, um, quote unquote special, like mm -hmm. meaning that it's happened to more than one woman. Um, at one point it was a part, you know, um, single motherhood was definitely a part of the culture still is, um, but, yeah, far less than what it once was, but yeah, it's still yeah. Is. Um, but I think when you have certain situations to where children are being born out of situationships, not they're not being born out of relationships, they're mm -hmm. being born to um casual hookups, right? Then right, right. to me, some of that shit is befitting. I, that's where I'm at with it. Like some um, of it, some yeah. of it is ghetto. Some of it is ghetto. It is. But I, I, to me, you know, I think it's, you know, how you view yourself. Like, I don't view, I've never viewed myself as that. Like, I've never, um, I have never been okay with that type of um, term being assigned to me. Um, I've never viewed myself as a baby mama. I was in relationship with my ex. Uh, you know, I just don't. Um, it wasn't something that I guess I, and I, I don't know if I've ever had anybody, I mean, like playfully, we would say it to one another, just like in jest, but, um, you know, I feel like I, I, I get it, you know, technically she is a baby mama, but if she is telling him, you know, that's not what I want to be referred to as I have a name. He knows her name even oh, yeah. it wasn't like he was being messy. And, you know, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm not saying like, I know you brought up the fact that women call men all type of thing. Like, I find that to be offensive, too. You shouldn't be calling someone something that they find offensive or prefer not to be um, referred to as either. Um, I find that to be just as offensive. But um, nonetheless, I just felt like, you know, he was being messy. And but let me I, ask I you a question. So with what we've seen happen between her and Taina, um, the little boy being at the birthday party, a lot of things, the type of music that G Herbo performs, also the type of music that, um, Moneybag Yo, uh, mm -hmm. raps. I mean, it, it's, it definitely points to ghetto and ratchet. And yeah. so then I'm like, does that punishment quote unquote fit the crime? 
I don't know why. Um, does the punishment fit the crime? Yeah, quote unquote. Uh, I mean, I think I feel like I, I I don't like this whole you know. I feel that I did something wrong by having a child out of wedlock. So I get to be punished for it. And everybody, you know, if someone wants to call me something that I find derogatory, I have to accept that. I don't operate in that mindset. I think that for her, yes, she is into a lot of ghetto mess. And if he referred to her as that and she didn't have nothing to say back, I probably wouldn't feel strongly about it. But if she's letting you know that I find that to be offensive, I'm not g herbo's baby mama i am ari i am whatever um i feel like you know that should be respected like why is it okay for one group of people to tell us what who what we can refer to them as and who you know like and i feel I, like I as people, we have a long history of people referring to us as something outside of what we wanted to be called like i respect the fact that people you know like want you know people get to determine what they how they want you to refer to them as yeah i think you brought up some good points um yeah i i think it's just one of those things and i was sitting there and i was thinking about it and i was like hmm um she does a lot of hood rat shit she does she does a lot of hood rat shit um and so my my thing is it's like um uh, to me, it's like some of that shit, like, I don't know. Some of it is fitting to me. Some of it, it is. Some of it is. And yeah. I think um, the term baby mama, to me, it's not like you called me a bitch or you called me a hoe or something. To me, it's a difference mm-hmm. um, because if I had kids and like I had children without being married, even though I was in a long-term relationship, I still had a child without being married. And to me, yeah, I'm a make me a baby mama. And it's, that's not a, I was a baby mama. It's not going to make it's, I'm not offended by that, I guess. So if somebody called you that today, would you find that to be offensive? You're a married woman. I think Uh, context matters. Like, so you were, oh, you, you was my, my, I guess I'm trying to understand. So when you were single, you didn't find it offensive, but today you would not. I still wouldn't necessarily find it offensive because I still had a child outside of marriage and being that I had a child outside of marriage to me um it's the same thing as you calling me a female um you know you you see what I'm saying like that that argument is silly to me but you know, I respect the fact that people want to be referred to in the way that they refer. Like your your limitation is B. Somebody else's limitation might be. Also, that's also true. Yeah, exactly. It's baby mama or somebody else's limitation is female. Right. Like everybody has their limitations and in, in what they don't want to be referred to as. And if, if I got to respect that you don't want to be referred to as B or if you don't want to be referred to as a punk A N I G G A, then respect that I don't want to be referred to as a baby mama that's just how i look at it but yeah i, I can understand it and i think that i think it's fair you know what i'm saying yeah. um i think it's fair but uh yeah it's it's not a you know child be yeah. Like, oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I understand. I understand the, the comments and they're like, well, technically, by definition, by legal definition, <laughs> by the white man's word, the white Why man's it's always got to be by the white man's. Right, I don't even think we started I know that. that we, we got some low 
low-key white supremacist stuff be frequenting, but it's okay. Oh. It's okay. Oh. Um, I ain't mad at it. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, argue with someone in reference to how, you know, what what um they do in their everyday life. I, like I said, just for me and man, I don't like it. So I know. got you. Ain't nothing wrong with it though, either. But very interesting. I didn't expect that much dialogue based off of that. Girl, you know oh. the baby mama topics be triggering. Baby, well, who listen. you calling a bee? Uh, and a bee is for baby mama. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to tell. Listen, you. girl. Let um, me ask you another question then. What? How do you feel about black men calling you queen? What's up, Queen? How you doing, Queen? Queen, you looking nice today, Queen? What's up? How do you feel about being called Queen? I'm pro black. I mean, that's a fitting term. What, what do you mean? Oh, up, you know what? I've what's seen. Up, King? What's up, God? Like, yes. listen. All day, every day. What's 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 good? I feel like. Well, I've been seeing around the internet that some women have been oh offended yeah. because and it's like i'm not a queen you're mm-hmm. not a queen and i've i've heard men be offended that other men <laughs> will call a now, black woman queen i hear men in this space get offended that other black men call people you know use the terms but that's because they have been conditioned to think that way that's because they have been um conditioned by you know the white man's um by the white man's um, education system. They've been conditioned to see themselves as less than, to not be able to assign that type of value to themselves, to not be able to um, see themselves in a higher light and see themselves in an elevated status. So I get it. But I've seen a number of women for some time be bothered by it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Juneteenth is among us. Listen, let, you, let, let, let me tell you something. The ancestors speaking through me. The ancestors speaking through me. But listen, <laughs> queen. <laughs> listen. Uh, the thing is, I've seen women be bothered by it, but I haven't seen women be bothered by it in the sense that they don't feel like they're a queen. I've seen women be bothered by it because they say that men are using um consciousness like to get at them like they using conscious and they be full of s-h-i-t like they ain't ish and they're using consciousness like with the whole grand rising queen and you know like they're using <laughs> that to gain them to get them out of their panties yeah so. but i'm i'm like if you if you're you know you walking around you single and it all it took was queen to get you up out of there and what? since you had a lot you have bigger fish to fry you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but like i never thought about it like i never thought deeply into it and then when i've heard people think as deeply into it as they thought i was like damn you know somebody hey king and i'm gone you know it's not that deep Listen, it's not that serious. I never like there was a point in time where i used that type of vernacular very regularly but i feel as though the term has been watered down when you hear like the tommy sotomayor like yeah because these black queens and he'll he'll post a video of the mo- two most ratchet women who are not <laughs> exhibiting <laughs> love and light who are not you know like they like they doing the most ratchet thing and he refers to them as queens and i've seen other people do similar things and i feel like the term has literally been usurped and it's used in a derogatory way like to say look at these you know black ratchets and so i don't use it as much but i'm not offended when i'm referred to like to be completely honest personally i feel like i could tell when a dude is using it to gain me or if he is using it because 
you know, he sees light in me and he, you know, he recognizes the light in me. Like I use terms as, you know, what I'm more, more quick to use than king or queen in this day and age is like sister or brother, because I'm letting you know that I recognize kinship. And so I'll use that quicker than I'll use king or queen, but I'm not instantly offended by it. I will acknowledge it and, you know, say thank you or, you know, say something kind back to them. But I ain't bothered by it. Okay. Okay. I, I know some I, women like, hmm, what about hmm. you? Do you feel bothered by it? I know you said some women do, but what about you? No, like that's because uh, I'd rather you call me goddess because that's who yeah, I am. Listen. But <laughs> <laughs> tell them, tell them. they're going to be, she, she wants you to call her God. Facts. Listen, Yo. but you know what? I, I like, when I, I, I've noticed even my husband, when he like will refer to another black man as, you know, God, King, and he don't typically use those terms, but he's more uses terms of kinship too. Um, like they're uh, a black man with any level of consciousness, their response to him is very positive. Like, and especially down in the South because they ain't used to that level of consciousness. So he usually gets a very positive response. And I do too, you know, very positive, but I watch him talking to other black men and how they respond to, you know, his acknowledgement of them. And it's typically favorable. It's not like, you know, something where somebody gets offended, they will stop and talk to him. And they kind of like, it's like, you see the look on a black person's face. Like, it's kind of like a look of surprise. Like, oh, you know, this is my kid. And then they will engage him in conversation for a minute and just want to dialogue. So sometimes when you let, like, sometimes doing that is, you know, a way to connect with somebody who, who you recognize, meaning, you know, that's, not actually technically recognized, not meaning that in the literal sense, but you know, somebody who you recognize as in this is my brethren. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking, and Curlin has never called me queen. <laughs> um my husband called me queen in the beginning. Um For real? yeah. Mm-hmm. What you do? I, I called what him king. I call him King too. Like in our text messages, like not too long ago, I was looking through our, cause I saved our first Oh, I text. love doing that. Girl. And yeah, we refer to each Have other. Have you ever erased one of y'all's uh, text messages? Yes. I was OMG. I've never erased any of um, me and Curlin's text messages. I still have all of them. I did, but I had another phone that I was able to like retrieve them on. And I, so I sent them to myself with screen, in a screenshot. Okay. Um, so yeah, but um, yeah. So um, he he would call me that, and yeah, it's like I said, I'm not bothered by it. So uh, like the chat is full of jokes and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't refer to um men in the chat as brother as king or none of that because like I, y'all are. <laughs> I don't recognize you know kingship in a lot in a lot of y'all i I recognize damn that's how you gonna do it today listen i recognize coonship oh like i get why y'all are like wait a minute you're not a god you're not a goddess how dare you the white man said you're a slave like you know we i i I get it i get it you know i expect that from y'all so so you're just gonna shoot at them today (laughs) okay you know, people, <laughs> they in the chat talking big crap. Like, you know, queen of the baby mamas. I see them looks. Oh, I see the shade. I, I ain't acknowledging, but 
trust me, I see it. I see all. When you're a goddess, you see all. Like all seeing, all knowing goddess, baby. Oh, I I'm see so damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kid Clouds was rooting me on last last show. Oh, Here yeah. we go with this pro black stuff. Right. You know, Indians, baby. Look, look. I, I already know I'm speaking against the almighty white man. I apologize. I I'm, do. So- <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Girl, you didn't tickle me. I can't stand these fools. I really can't. You know what's going on and get off into it because I'm not about to let y'all want me. <laughs> I ain't about to let y'all want me. I refuse. Uh, <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> Oh anyway. God! They killing me. <laughs> you just you getting a kick out of this, I girl? They you on like, your ass, country. I am tickled. Agitating and instigating. I know how you do, <laughs> baby. Look, I'm on to you. But anyway, oh, child, you know I had to take it. Uh, for the last, <laughs> listen. You did. You did. Girl, baby, you did. I'm Mm-mm. just saying. Get you a little song too, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't that. Let's let's trauma bond, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say you want to trauma bomb. Let's trauma bomb, honey. Get the hell out of here, queen of the sisterhood. Baby, you've been fighting the sisterhood for for over a month. Um, uh, no, 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 sir, no, sir. Don't assign that title. Hmm. The chat is messy as hell. Baby, but anyway, um, let's get off into this topic. I had something else, and I don't even remember what it was. It had to be something that was. In- Oh, I know what it was in reference to. Real quick, before we get off into it, two minutes. Did you see the comments that uh, Drew Sedora made in reference to linking herself to Bron Bron? Girl, what in the whole hell is going on? Like, why, why you, why are you messy? You got a whole husband. Like, you got a whole husband. This man has a whole wife. Been married since for ten over ten years. Um, like why? Why why the messiness? Um, uh girl trying to keep them scenes on lock. I thought it was trash as hell. And too. then like you're sitting there and you're discussing your ex or discussing your yeah. flings because it uh, clearly didn't work out. Clearly, um, and then her sister got on an Instagram I live, and I'm like, like just making it worse, ma'am. Go have several seats. I the crowd chase, it will literally be like big up in Savannah talking about, oh, LeBron has never cheated or been involved in any scandal, and she had to put it out there, like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? They ain't perfect. I think that that was just like so shady. Like, what was your purpose in doing that? But the girls are getting her together because I felt like that was trash. Like, stop, stop. Like, why? I mean, literally miserable, and um, her 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 man ain't making that money. LeBron yeah. making that money. Um, Savannah wiping her ass with hundred dollar mm. bills and going mm. on about her day. Like, leave that woman alone and leave her family alone. Like, it's trash. Yes. It's trash as hell. Yeah, I ain't like that at all. But Drew so. has never been the star that she's wanted to be, quote unquote. I don't think. So let me ask you this, because she said in 2003 is when it was. However, we all know that LeBron and, Sav- LeBron and Savannah have been dating since high school. So if you found out that your husband, your now husband, um, dated somebody else during your dating stage, would you file for divorce? Is it over? Is is it you throwing in the towel? Hell no. Oh, okay. Hell no. <laughs> for what? Um. Listen. I, 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 I think, you know, um, I'm not, 
it's not a factor that anything really goes prior to marriage, but mm -hmm. um, there's not really much of a penalty mm. that you can and 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 brace up, you know, throw up, you know, yeah, what what penalty would that be, would there be? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going through your life and everything is going great and you're good, all your shit is taken care of, you feel like your emotional and physical needs are being met um things are things are good like for what no mm -mm. yeah um I, I i don't think that that would be grounds to terminate a marriage if if it were me to be completely honest i expect like i don't necessarily ask questions that i don't necessarily want to know the answers to but i expect when i first initially start dating someone like typically you're dating you know when you meet like meaning they might potentially have they, there's a potential that they're dating someone else too and i i give grace yeah. as it relates to like tying up loose ends um so you know, i ain't really holding to that and even if it were later into the relationship i don't know that it necessarily would be grounds for termination uh, not to say that the conversation would be had and that i may not be upset especially if i feel that i was deceived now if it's a question that i didn't answer and we weren't supposed to be monogamous at the time anyway i mean hey whatever but like there might be a conversation had you know if i feel like there was some deceit involved but yeah i ain't necessarily like oh okay it's over now he free and you gonna go divorce your piece of husband and try to get back with him no sis that I mean, ain't for what like mm. no um yeah, yeah no mm -mm. i agree like Oh, yeah. congrats, girl. Uh -huh. You, you uh, dated him, but guess who won? Yeah. But mm. yeah. should women have like the he's mine? You may have had him once, but I I, I got him all the time. Is oh, <laughs> what, what, who was that? Who, who sang that? He's Is that uh? Close. I was thinking cut close too. Uh, I forgot. No, was it total? Changing well, faces. I'm... Changing faces. Oh, okay. Um. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily, like, I'll take every, like, I can't, I don't like to give blanketed answers. I got you. But, um, you know, it depends. Some circumstances calls for that. You know, you was dating him in the beginning. The best, the best woman won. The best woman won. Ooh. So, Ooh. yeah, um, you know, you can watch from the bleachers because now he with me. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So, like with a wet ass girl. Look, baby. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed them. Yeah, but um, yeah, because the only thing that you'll have left is your memories of him. So I, I guess in certain circumstances it, that is befitting. Um, but you know, like I said, it's hard for me to just give a blanketed response. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. But you ready, child? Get off into this. Talk about Good the old bitties. Yeah, girl. Talk about uh, the old bitties. <laughs> Get on the old bat, honey. Oh, oh, not the old bat. Wait a minute, girl. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to Olivia the Oracle. Shout out to you, lady. Welcome. Hello, 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 hello. Um, she said, I wouldn't give them hoes the satisfaction of giving up my man Ooh. because of listen. Okay. For what? For what? <laughs> um, yeah, I. Like I said, you know, moking stuff. Is oh, the, was that moking stuff? That man, <laughs> it used to be some baby. Like we had some groups back in the nineties. I feel sorry for these kids. They don't know what the music is. 
But anyway, okay, um, I was smoking stuff. I forgot all about them. Yeah, Damn. dang. I need to download my, right. playlist. <laughs> my playlist. About to go hit that nineties. Uh, yeah, you know it. You know yes. it. But um, okay. So we are talking about older black women. And, you know, them sabotaging the younger generation, young women in particular, um, you know, their sabotage of, of younger women. Mm. Um, we going to talk about it. Danny, you want to introduce the title to the topic? Or, um, I mean, you know, I've had yeah, some- go ahead, girl. Cause, so yeah. I've seen um, se- several women on um, different social media platforms. My cousin is a large... Um, content creator she is very well known and she actually did a stream some content about this after we decided on this as a topic and i was like look at that like that that was just confirmation um she was talking about how some of the older black women who mentored her like how they would essentially be hating on her she was in she worked in um government and she Mm. was kind of on a fast track so she did a lot of big things and she was talking about like some of the hate she would receive or them like intentionally trying to derail her success because they felt like she needed to pay her dues because they felt like she had to go through the same struggles that they went through that she couldn't skip steps um they was low-key hating on her and i've heard several people make content similar saying that old black women older black women who like even in the workforce and stuff that should be embracing them teaching them the ropes that they've that tried to intentionally sabotage them give them very stank energy yep. you know be like side-eyeing them and just flat out hating do you think that was a carry on from their generations because when i talked to my mom about things that she went through with previous generations um being that she was a very shapely woman um she said she went through a lot because she was very shapely and Mm -hmm. um she would get a lot of hate because she had a nice body even back then um and she said she would get a lot of hate and um women were just mean what what do you Mm -hmm. think about that um i to be completely honest i think that some of it is jealousy jealousy in the sense that women today have complete autonomy over their person women today are able to make some decisions that some older women depending upon how old you are weren't able to make or weren't afforded at a period in time like and i'm talking about i guess way older because when i think about like my great grandmother and i've told the story regarding my great grandmother and how my great grandfather had um eight children outside of the marriage by a woman his mistress and she was um killed and uh, my great grandmother took in all of those kids and um you know like if she wanted to leave my great granddad he owned two taverns he owned several properties he owned several homes so um you know she didn't have any formal training i mean she could cook her tail off but you know they came up from they came from mississippi together so she probably felt beholden to him and so i mean yeah i mean of course not all older women are bitter or hate and you know there are, there's a particular demographic and um you know when i think about my great-grandmother like if, if she would probably my great-grandmother oh she was mean as hell but um Mom was she, too, girl. Like, I don't know what it is with older women like like she i mean 
I was a little girl, but like, oh, we hated going over her house. She was so mean, like you couldn't do anything. You know, she didn't let kids be kids. You had to sit down and watch TV and shut up. So it was that type of thing. But, um, it wasn't no such thing as kids being kids. It was right, like children should be seen and I heard. Um, listen, you really had to mind it. your manners. You wasn't finna talk crazy. You wasn't finna talk back. You weren't even gonna raise your voice at a certain level. To, uh, Baby, listen, and she would like whoop us with the dish rag and stuff. Like we, we'd be like, "Mom, why we gotta go over her house? She always got possums and coons in her sink and feeding us foreign stuff, and we can't play." <laughs> like we hated it. Rabbits in her sink and. Baby, listen, that was torture to us. But I say all that to say, I can see women who, and I'm not saying her because I saw the comment from Hood Servative. I'm not saying this is how she felt, but I can see women who that was their existence feeling like, damn, you know, you got all this freedom, all this autonomy. You coming and going as you please and as you please. And you know what I mean? You are not having to get it out the mud like we did. And I feel some damn type of way. So I think some women who maybe if that was their existence, Distance, I can see how they would be troubled by women being able to just literally go on OnlyFans and show a little thigh meat, play with a little something, something and make a bag. <laughs> you know, I can see that. So I'm going to read the super chat. A shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, so there are members of the sisterhood who are in no man's land trying to put young women in the danger zone um mm -hmm. thank you so much for that eugene i think that's a, a good point you brought about Very um good. so i was thinking about like the freedom aspect of it younger women are the freest that they've ever mm -hmm. ever been in their life um and you know when you do you think that Cause damn, I, I feel old now too. And I, I'm, I'm thinking about like, you need to cover that up and you don't need to wear that out there, girl. You just go, you go catch a cold. You wear your slip it. Do you think that, do you think older women are jealous of younger women's freedom? Um, I think so. I think, you know, if you think about like, you know, when they were in their 20s, first of all, like you were scandalous if you came outside showing that much skin. In addition, like there was there was like a, a large um, in most black communities, like the community was very tight knit. So if you had a bad reputation, everybody knew it. You was a thought, you was a skank and everybody turning their nose up at you. You was a home wrecker, like reputation mattered. Like I remember my mom, my mom even, when my mom um, got pregnant, my mom was, she was in her last year of high school. She got pregnant and she was sent down to Mississippi. Like mm. when she started showing, you know, so like certain things, you know, like you didn't. And when she like, um, so my mom was married twice to my dad and she was married before my dad. Um, she, she ended up, you know, marrying him. He had the, her first husband went off into the military and when he came back they married and all that but she was you know still in high school so you you don't dare show up pregnant and like so there was a lot like the community really um there was a lot put on you know how you were looked upon you know what i mean so i think that yeah i can see how there might be some jealousy that you get to essentially do what, do what you want with your life without any consequences, repercussions, or without giving a damn who 
cares or what their opinion is about your life. Whereas, you know, maybe, you know, I didn't have that freedom. So yeah, I could see where some jealousy may reside, but what do you think? Um, absolutely. Um, I do think they, uh, there are a lot of older women that are jealous of the freedoms that young women are able to participate in. Um, because I think a lot of older women do feel like they were oppressed at some point and they couldn't mm. make certain moves or it wasn't looked upon as a good thing for them to make certain moves, like being able to make your own money. Um, mm -hmm. If you That's wanted to start an OnlyFans, you, you got your OnlyFans, your own bank account, you have purchased mm -hmm. um, a house. Um, you walk around like you don't owe anybody shit and you get to be exactly who you want to be and i think that a lot of women probably have um some resentment toward that so do you think and i just saw a comment regarding this do you think like the older women you know depending upon the age of the women um that they're in competition with younger women or it's simply some a definitely oh. definitely are you used to be able to dis, uh, have distinctions between your 25 year olds to from a woman being about 19 to 26. No, I would say from like 19 to about 35, you would be able to distinct. Okay. She's a, um, this girl's kind of a party girl. She's kind of out on the scene. Um, the uniforms are literally the same. Um, we dress very similarly now. It used to be some distinction um, between like an older woman's dress um, and how an older woman carried herself versus how a younger woman carried herself. And now mm -hmm. I think that that's, it's the same thing now. I don't think there's a whole lot of distinction um, between the two. And so you, you know, uh, older women used to dress more conservative, you know, younger women, I think when you, it used to be when you were at a certain age, you know, you kind of realize, okay, I'm too old to be in the club. I'm too old to yeah. hang out certain types of ways. You know, I, I go home earlier. I'm chilling. Um, you know, the, let the young girls have it and hang out or whatever. But now you'll have like 40 year olds at the clubs. They buying sections out. They buying bottles, sparklers, yeah. everything, the works, the whole nine. And it's like um they they still hanging around d boys and you know still getting tripped yeah. off on and i i think that that culture has kind of merged with you know like I, yeah I, I have to say like personally i've never like from the women in my family i've never seen like the comp competing with like the younger generations but i have seen some women who are simply <clears throat> seem to be in competition with the younger generation and seem to be trying desperately to hold on to their youth and it's more of <clears throat> excuse me um the it chicks like the chicks who were once like that chick you know that's 30 a good point. years ago and yeah. you know they don't want to um let go of that so i do i have seen it in some instances <laughs> but um i don't know if some of it may be the fact that you know people have had their children like like, like for myself i was a teen mom i've never ever even gone out to a place with my children but um you know maybe because they're still close in age and they feel like you know, we ain't, there's not big of, that big of an age gap. Um, and that may be some of the reasoning behind them feeling like they're 
they can compete with these younger women. Uh-oh. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, is complete freedom for women a good thing considering how things turned out? And should we continue down this path for future generations? MGTOW, you already know we've answered this. Personally, I think we have too way, 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 way too much freedom. I think society is completely out of control. I think we're a part of a anything go society and there's no accountability to be had around. Um, but you know, I'm the old woman speaking here. So Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think that we have too much freedom. I think that really and truly it's a culture thing. I think that, you know, you shouldn't have to oppress a group in order for them to do the right thing. I think that it those values and morals should be instilled from very young regarding what is, you know, um reasonable and appropriate and and what's you know their their moral base and those moral fibers should be instilled into them young um in an effort to combat some of what we're seeing today but i wouldn't say that you know um we have too much freedom yeah um yeah girl i think uh it's certain aspects of our culture that you know i feel like we definitely fight to be at the bottom of and for yeah, the life of me i don't understand it i don't understand it for shit. Yeah. um yeah I, I i don't get it and i do think that there's a disconnect um mm -hmm. between the generations there's a huge disconnect um certain types of freedoms like i don't have to fight to wear my bonnet outside i um yeah. I, I get what you mean too yeah in that regard like i feel like like we've we're i I'm, I'm conservative and i think that as a conservative person as a group sticking to conservatism as opposed to liberalism is going to be more beneficial for the group um not the individual so i think that we have gone darn near you know that we're headed in on a liberal track and as a result like you know some of the, the 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 fights that we some of the the battles that we um that we're engaged in such as i should be able to wear my bonnet outside i should you know um be able to come outside with i should be able to clap my cheeks on somebody brunch table it's just foolish <laughs> but yeah so yeah um girl you making me skip my super chats okay Shout out to Nick Tao Javon. He says, reputation doesn't matter. 304's getting married too. <sighs> Y'all make me so tired. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, in other words, in a mi macro standpoint, is society willing to let all future generations of women um, to become city girls and watch the population dwindle. I feel like that's exactly what's happening. Everybody is free to do exactly what they want, when they want, how they want to. Mm. Um, and everybody has the freedom to do that. I don't think it's been beneficial for society at all. Um, looking at where society is, um, I think social media has kind of given us a skewed view of where we really where we really truly are um versus like what's actually happening 
um, if you look on social media, hell, I think everybody's rich on social media, but me and Carlin. And I'm mm -hmm. like, damn, you know, like everybody out here doing it. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think it kind of gives you a skewed view on, on like what's really happening. Versus and y'all probably doing better than a lot of folks, but Pro um, probably, but yeah, you know, sure. when you get on social I media, Everybody's got the fancy cars, big houses, jewelry, designer mm. on, um, new wigs, new weaves, photo yeah. shoots, tricks. Now, yeah, I see that, of course. Yeah. I will say, that's it regarding MGTOW's question, um, I don't know how we can stop it. Really and truly, the only people that you can, um, that you have any influence over are those in your circle, your children, your nieces, nephews, things of that nature. So I don't think that society is going to stand up and try to put a stop to this city girl culture. I think, excuse me, this is the path that we're headed on and I don't foresee um, us changing trajectories um, as it relates to that. But I do have a question for you real quick. Oh, what's up? So um, somebody put in the chat that essentially the women, older women are competing with younger women because we have the same dating target. Do you find truth in that? Is that a reason why, you know, the younger women are competing because the older men want the younger women? You you said the younger women are competing. The older women are okay. competing with the younger gotcha. women because the gotcha. young, I mean, the older men that they like, they have a larger dating pool, a larger dating demographic, and so they are technically competition. Yeah. Um. Your 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 question is: Do you think that that's a reason as to why the older women for the same dating pool? Yeah. Um. Absolutely. If you have uh back then um Marcus wasn't making but uh $34,000 and Marcus is making $95,000 and he's got his shit together um and the women weren't you know they they're getting married later on in life hell yeah they competing hell yeah why not and they, and they should um if especially if they don't want to be alone and you know, I ain't gonna say you got okay. you lonely because you're alone, but absolutely they so should. So you say that they should continue competing because yeah. they're they if have that's to what they want. I mean, to be honest with you, um, the fly guy who's making the six figures, who's um got the big D, um, with the nice house and nice car. Um, they don't just generally fall in your lap. You're going to have to do some different shit nowadays to even get noticed um, or to even be taken serious. And yeah. so I, I think it's a necessity if you want a man nowadays, especially if you're looking for um, a man of means. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's not like once upon a time, guys were able to approach women y'all were able to meet up hang out go out for drinks whatever whatever um we're kind of in a lot of a so a, a big social media age and it's mm -hmm. whoever's popping right now and these young girls are popping they mm -hmm. are freer sexually than we we ever we yeah. than we've ever been um they they're getting themselves in shape more so um yeah girl competition's a mug yeah Wow. Um, I, 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 I can, 
understand that. I think, you know, if we're looking at it just from a logical standpoint, if younger women, you know, are your competition, then it's right. It's only right that you compete with them. I think that if that is the case and if that is, you know, um, if that is the a way in which older women are going to operate, um, younger women should be aware so that they're not, um, you know, taking guidance from the same women who could sabotage them because we in the market for the same men, <laughs> you know, um, 50 year old men of 60 year old men want 30 year old women, you know, not, not yes. necessarily, they may prefer a 30 year old woman over a, you know, 55, 60 year old woman in many instances. So um, they already have a leg up just because by sheer nature, they're younger. Um, and as a result, you know, they may, the um, older women may feel like I got to level the playing field somehow. And the way in which I could do that is to sabotage them in one way or another. That's interesting that you say that. Let me finish reading these super chats, child. That's pretty good. They're kind of crazy. Oh, that was it. My bad. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, but see, Rose, we're past the point of teach them while they're young. So now what? What makes well, you think we're past that point, though? I'm curious about that. But go ahead, see, Rose. I would say, um, you know, the current generation, yeah, we're, we're past the point. The gener the the um, generation of that's entering into their 20s. Yes, we're past that point with that generation. However, I feel like our only hope is to improve upon future generations because we can't, you know, lock them up and throw away the key. We can't hold them hostage until they, you know, uh, agree to our demands. Like what, what recourse do we have with the current generation aside from starting from scratch with future generations? That's a that's a good point. Um, let me ask you this, just to switch uh, gears for a second. Mm -hmm. Do you believe the respect all elders um, rule? And how do you um, what do you teach your daughters in regarding to that? So, um, you know, I come from a family that's from the South, uh, you know, grew up in the church, you know, uh, Pentecostal, very strict church and all the things. And I grew up with that um, being one of the tenants uh, that, you know, I followed. Um, you know, you respect your elders. Uh, and I taught my kids the same thing. Um, however, I do think that there is a point and limitation, especially as an adult, um, and I, I wanna, want my kids to operate in with the same in mind. Um, as an adult, you, you respect your elders. Um, however, your elders don't get to give you their ass to kiss. Your mm -hmm. elders don't get to disrespect you, don't get to blatantly disrespect you, don't get to attack you, don't get to berate you, don't get to call you everything but a child of God, attack your marriage, you know, attack your parenting, attack like, like you, you don't have to sit back and take anybody's SHIT, elder or not. Now, I think that everybody is due respect, you know, and, and especially elders. We show them a little more reverence and respect. And I do think that older Black women have been part of a protected class. Grandma is part of a protected class. You do not offend. You do not talk about. You right. do not attack grandma. Grandma has always been a protected class, meaning we, we go out of our way to show reverence to them by 
stopping and holding the door, helping them with their grocery, helping them across the street traditionally, um, you know, um, making sure to speak to them. They're the first person you speak to when you enter a room, kissing them, you know, asking if they need anything, catering to them. You you traditionally do all of those things. And I always encourage my children to do those things. But no one gets to you know, disrespect you, gets to attack you, berate you, any of those things. Once they do, the respect can go out the window. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um, basically, I I pretty much feel the same things to to a certain degree. Um, I think there's certain things that's kind of ingrained in me, especially being from Mississippi, and that was ridiculously a part of our culture. Um. Even if a woman, an older woman was being disrespectful, if an older person was being, I'm not just going to say older women, but even if an older person was being disrespectful, it was like you just let them talk and you go on about your way and you just walk away from it. You don't say nothing back. You just let them have it. And I think we've done that to a fault um, because I think older people will almost feel like they almost have the right to do it. Um I'm older than you. I've lived longer than you. I've, I've, I have more experience in life. I'm wiser. I'm whatever. So if I tell your ass, don't call me, don't, don't say whatever or whatever, you know, um, older people feel like they ha should have that right to do it. And you know, that's kind of how we was taught. That's, that's exactly how we were taught. Um, right. KD, we've seen Boosie in Mississippi quite a few like i i think he definitely has family there um i'm not really sure but mm -hmm. i I'm, i think i know he's from louisiana for sure he was born in louisiana but yeah. he definitely has family in mississippi because he was there a lot like a whole lot so i don't know i will say now you know older people can be curt and just very direct and i think that they've earned the right to do that so i'm not talking about simply an older person saying don't say what to me or you know some of those things i can look past but i'm talking about calling you bees calling you out your neck like i'm talking about blatant disrespect that okay. there's no question about whether or not their intention is to disrespect you like the little you know older people you know like you you got a lot of aches and pains and you're typically have less tolerance and you may be just a very direct i'm not talking about that you know I, you know you ain't speak when you came in the house boy i'm not talking about that type of stuff i'm talking about attacking you know that yeah. is like okay all bets are off you know the disrespect goes out the window um you know i just i i i just don't feel as though because you're older um that you get to just blatantly attack um you know i i treat everybody with respect i just don't believe in you know coming at people for no reason like if you catch me going in on somebody they ask for it and that's yeah. just how i am but um at, at a certain point you know like you, you you just don't get to attack me once you do that you know my respect is gonna go out the window and i'm gonna get with you like you was the same age as me mm, okay 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 very interesting honey um so i had another question um and i and i will say like i've noticed like with you i i will say with you i've noticed a lot of respectability uh like kind of like the respectability politics thing and i think it comes from you know being a southerner like respectability when it comes to older people and respectability when it comes to you know certain um 
you know, institutions. And you I, you know, know what I, I, it is? It's because when you think that people get older, of course, they've lived a period of time. They've made it through some shit. If you've gone through life and you get to a certain point, you get to your damn 60s and 70s. You done seen some shit. You done oh, made yeah. it through some shit. You should be able to teach and tell me about some stuff. But Absolutely. I think um, one of the issues that I have with older people is the undermining of you as a person or you as a human being and mm. you as for your your own experiences that you've lived in life. So, you know, things may have been a certain way back then, but you don't get to tell me how things are now with what I should be doing now, especially um, if you don't really have a whole lot of accomplish accomplishments under your belt to tell me whatever. Um, and I feel like older women, especially older women, they feel like they can kind of mother you. Like, So do you think that older women, you know, we're talking, you know, let's say, 60, 50 or older, or 55 and older, you know, whatever, any number you want to put on, just older women, I'll just say in general, um, that their advice or their take on life is obsolete because times have changed so drastically? Um, It depends because you have some older ladies that can roll with the times and they feel like yeah. the only thing, uh, you know, a lot of them will tell you there's nothing new under the sun um the game don't change just the people and the player you know the players change the game doesn't and you know a lot of things still apply but i think when it comes down to like dating and relationships and shit a lot of those dynamics have completely changed and i i don't think that a lot of older women have adjusted um mm -hmm. well to them I will say I agree with you for the most part. Some some um, older women adapt to change very well, and like they know more about technology, and they're all invested in in all the the the, the uh, changes that happen. Um, they've evolved with the times, um, and some not so much. Um, I think that unless I think that it's important for them to be mindful that the advice that they're given, giving isn't obsolete um, because it's very easy for someone that's older and, you know, dating, like even, even myself, I'm not a spring chicken. I am a early millennial and um, it's important for me to remember the difference in like, you know, what dating was like for me as a teenager versus what, when I was a teenager dating, I had a pager, you know what I mean? Social media wasn't even really like, you know, the internet was out, but it was like, it wasn't what it is today. So I think that even for myself, it's important to remember that, you know, things have changed and to ensure that I can pivot with my talking points to um, make sure that they're applicable to, you know, today's um, young adults. I got you. Um, shout out to Mixtown Universe again. Thank you so much. He says, yep, love my boomer great aunt, but she's hard headed with me as a millennial. She insists on learning the hard way because I'm younger. Uh, thank you so much for that. Um, I do have a question for you. Um, do you think the elder generation were held accountable, um, uh, held accountable enough 
or how the younger generations have turned out? Oh, that's a good one. Um, no, I don't think that they've been held accountable. I don't think that we have discussions that would talk about the accountability that that should be had by, you know, um, older generations. Um, I don't think that we have fitting discussions regarding um, what areas uh, older generations failed in. And that's not to say that they weren't failed in some capacity too, right. but I don't feel as though they have been held accountable, nor do we have discussions surrounding the accountability that should be had. Um, I think that they're, um, that they have had a hand in the current state of the black community. And it's kind of like, who going to fix this shit? <laughs> like facts yeah. that that's exactly what it is. But, mm-hmm. um, w- well, I want to highlight some ways that I think that where where I feel like older women are failing the younger generation. Um, shout out to MGTOW University says when boomers and Gen Xers hit you up for money, they're all ears and will listen to whatever you got to say though. Sips T, uh, MGTOW, listen, that part, that yeah, part. Yeah, but you know, for, for most of us, you know, at some point in time, we had to rely on, like, I, I, I'm not mad at people relying on family. Like, that's what family is for. And I think as Black people, you know, we do kind of have this mindset that you 18, everything should be figured out. And, you know, but... um I think with what he's saying is um, because we are like the first generation that had to end up taking care of our parents um, versus our parents being actually having the money and being able to survive on their own. Um, I think we were like the first generation because you think boomers didn't have to take care of their parents? Not the same way because there was a big drug culture that uh, messed us up. Mm. The cra- uh, and it was some some stuff I had read a long time ago. I can't reference it. Now. Yeah, that makes in some yeah. capacities. I guess I understand that. I would say for the most part, from what I've seen, um, boomers have had to take care of their parents. My um aunts are boomers now, and they're taking care of my grandmother. And you know, my grandmother took care of her mother. Um, you know, that is, that was cultural at at one point in time. However, um, I do like, I think it's different though, because they had assets. They had like, yeah, yeah, when we talk about like Gen Xers, they didn't necessarily have like the assets they haven't, you know, they don't have, um, you know, anything that they don't have an accumulation of assets to aid in that. So literally you're looking for your children to care for you and pay for your care and that to rest on your shoulders. I was listening to um, Dave Ramsey. I think it was, he does, he has a podcast. I think it was Dave Ramsey and this black woman called in and she is an engineer and she was just starting her career off. And she said, my mom is in her forties and she works as a secretary and she expects me that, 
she doesn't have a, a retirement plan. She expects me to take care of her in her retirement. He was like, hell no. Like, that's absolutely foolish. Like, she is already mm -hmm. planning. She has 20 more working years and she's already planning for you to take care of her as opposed to figuring out a way that she can, you know, be on a fast track to developing some retirement plan. I think that, you know, especially with, you know, um, our parents generation, if they aided you in getting through college and stuff, it's kind of like you owe me. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a really, really interesting point. And um, I think we do have some entitlement issues uh, mm -hmm. as an older generation. So I think that's a really, really interesting point. But, yeah, we we kind of have a lot of um, of those expectations. Uh, do you expect for your children to take care of you? Absolutely not. Um, because I am preparing and have been preparing yeah. um, for a while now for my own retirement and for me getting older. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, for what? You know, I want my kids to be able to survive on their own. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to leave something to them for them yeah. to, you know, start off uh, strong and mm -hmm. um, continue to teach them to build and um, multiply yes. um, their their in, in incomes and resources. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I, I, I don't like to be a burden to my children. Like I do still a lot for my kids. Um, I don't have these, like I, I, some of my friends, they'll have these crazy expectations for their kids and they always do this whole, you owe me. I, I, I sacrifice for you. I've never done that to my children, nor would I ever do that to my children. But um, I want my children to be able to enjoy their lives. I served in a caretaker capacity for my mom for some time. And it was pretty difficult. And I don't yeah. want that for my kids. So I, I agree. And I, I intend to, you know, leave them. Now, I, I'm not going to sit over here and say, like, if my children hit it uh, big, that I wouldn't want to brand new car like i'm not saying of that course. at all i would want some yeah I would want, you know, I would <laughs> no i feel like i was old that you know yeah. depending on how big they got but you know that's just me that's just me um because <laughs> some people be like i wouldn't shit not me um shout out to migtail universe again he said no boomers don't care because they're on their way out and gen xers are still living their best life um excellent excellent point excellent point um grandma beat your ass to the uh bar get your ass out the way i was yes. in line first uh, and she got a cat suit on and she oh, she looked better than you in her cat suit like Weak as shit. Listen, grandma got on her goddamn leopard pink cat suit telling you to get your ass up out the way. Lord have mercy. And she got you beat. And it ain't nothing you could do about it but move. Yeah. And you, you better put some respect on her is, name. You talked about them having the same dating demographic. A lot of older women, they already, you know, are, are pretty set. They're pretty, you know, have some financial freedom. Like a lot of times they want somebody younger. They ain't looking for these older men. They want somebody to rock their world. They looking for just to have fun. So. I'm saying, so that's why they're in the same generation. Cause younger girls, um, you know, nah, nah, somebody lied to y'all. A lot of y'all about this older men shit and these chicks checking for these older men. If they got a bag. Now they they checking for him if they got a bag. If they got a bag, oh, I got yeah. you. It makes sense. But just cause he old and he's no no. 
um, Pawpaw, ain't nobody checking for that damn social security check. And if she's checking for it, she going to get everything else taken care of somewhere else. I seen a chick saying that today. She was like, some of these old men think that them taking you out to a nice dinner. She was like, you got to shit test them. She said, tell them within two or three days of you meeting them, tell them about a need that you have. And if they don't immediately try to meet that need, then stop dealing with them. She was like, some of them, like nobody wants just to keep you company. Like if you not coming off, off that cash and it's not worth my time. I, I feel like, like if you are a younger woman dating an older man, there should definitely be some incentive there. Because mm -hmm. for what? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Not not just you taking me to Ruth Chris. Like that, you know, come on, like make it worth it. Paul Paul take your ass to Ruth Chris. He expect to hit it for the rest of his life. <laughs> no, not with a Ruth Chris dinner, baby. No, 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 sir. Listen, he ain't paid no car, no, no, I mean, no mortgage, no nothing. Like Tech, property taxes, nothing. <laughs> he ain't gave you nothing to invest, nothing. Listen, I'll not at all. They ain't even buying him a bag. Right. He didn't even buy him a coach bag. Won't even buy him a Michael Kors child. Listen. Not a Michael Kors bag. <laughs> I'm child. trying to tell you. Papa ain't even taking him to TJ Maxx to get a nice little bag. Mm -mm. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. She can, go, she can go on a little shopping spree at the Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. You know how they be walking out the store with all the nice shopping bags and shit, and you uh -huh. running around and you get a handful of plastic bags, baby. Gone. I'm gonna tell you something. Like some of these women, like they sugar babies, and they'll have like the older dudes who like spoiling them, baby. They be proudly showing their face and stuff because it's like if you splurging on me like that, like I'm not. Like I remember when I was young, a, a, a girl my age at twenty. Would have been super embarrassed, but they're like, "No, this this is my 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 John." Listen, and uh, you know, uh, sugar sugar daddies is like, "You ain't about to hide me." Shit. <laughs> he all up in the damn picture. He he's trying to take the damn selfie. Like, hey, girl, on this. Um, do you want to drop the link? Uh, we could drop it for a bit. Yeah, we could drop it for a bit. Okay. There was another question I have for you. Okay, go ahead, because I got one more for you too. No, go ahead, because I gotta think about it. Okay. Um so Okay, I lied. Okay. So we covered um we covered old women. Um we covered the accountability part. Mm -hmm. Um we covered the jealousy aspect of it um um what about do you think okay there was something else that i wanted to cover in this and it was like about the the ways that the older generation has failed the younger generation and one of the things that i thought about um was certain aspects of taking care of a home and I think that a lot of that shit is lacking. I know so many young women who don't know how to cook or properly clean. Um, all they know is a microwave and a, a, you know, like a microwave and a little stovetop. They could barely make anything from scratch. And I feel like that's something that's being lost in our generation. Um, yeah, I think some of those things are really being lost. Um, what do you think? Uh, I would agree with that. I, I see um, 
younger women who so many younger women that's like i ain't cooking and cleaning um they will tell you like they have no interest in it um yeah they have I, I will have to say even when i think about um my daughters my daughters um one of my daughters is a baker she has a baking business yeah. and that's she's pretty good at a banana you no, know what go ahead yeah. mm. she's, she's pretty good at cooking my other How daughter know? Mm. is shut up uh pescatarian and she is fairly good at cooking but they kind of um have like similar mindsets like or they're like okay if i cook you gotta clean or and i you know i i'm not necessarily mad at it because of the fact that they both have careers and they also have side businesses and i feel like if you are doing you know that much in the home that it's okay to outsource like i'm not mad at someone out being you know i'm not mad at young girls like outsourcing and really and truly like you buying back your time meaning you know if you're gonna have a cleaner come in you know once a week um but you work outside the home 60 hours out of out of the week um, I don't see anything wrong with that. If you have a food service or meal delivery service because you work outside the home 40 hours and then you work on your own business for 20 hours, like I'm not mad at so you. So you don't what about the lost of traditions though? Um because it was certain things that I said at my mom's knee or my grandma's knee and mm -hmm, you said me too. Sat in and that kitchen picking them greens. You think I'm picking them greens, snapping peas. Maybe did and did. And <laughs> you learning how uh to keep your 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 stuff on the counter like your butter and your cold yes, ingredients sir. on the counter so they get some room Man, temperature. I was up in there breaking up the cornbread for the dressing, right. like all the things, uh, cutting up gizzards, child. Exactly. You know so I think a lot of things are kind of really really started to get lost um with future generations because everybody is able to outsource and nobody has to do anything in the home anymore and i feel like that's also taking away but that's just me and you know like i said i could be a bit old-fashioned with a no, lot no, of no. i understand that i understand that mindset but i'm also a woman who has a thriving career and works a lot and i still do all the things in the home you know everything in the home i do it all and i know like how much stress that can be um so i'm not mad at it i feel like we we're talking about like how things were traditionally and tradition being lost but at the same time you know if they're with a man who is going to provide uh, a way for them to have that traditional lifestyle if you want me cooking and cleaning and doing all the things that means you're gonna take care of 100% of the bills. Like I understand that exchange. Like it, I do it all, but I, I wouldn't necessarily want my children, I'm not modeling that behavior for my children to follow because it is high stress and they have their own ambitions. They have their own businesses. Even if one was to say, you don't have to work your career, you just focus on your side business 20 hours a week. And the expectation is that you take care of the home in those ways. But if they are doing it, outsource and you know make sure that you're able to still get your meals and get your home clean and all the things i'm not mad at that like you okay. know i'm not expecting them to be every woman 
I got you. Shout out to MGTOW University said from the woman's standpoint, the problem is that a 40 year old man of means has an infinite dating pool across all ages, across all markets. If he's from a first world country, um, I love how you bring it back to SYSBM. Welcome MGTOW Universe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't mean to highlight that. This dang Omega, he is in the chat cutting me up because of what I said. Let, let me tell you something. Um, I, I don't see anything wrong. <laughs> he called me a ninny with it because of the fact that like a person can only do so much. You don't want to put so much stress on yourself to where you have nothing left for your partner. You have nothing left for yourself. That is extremely unhealthy. And I don't want my children um, uh, taking on to more than they can bear, more than they can, whatever that is. Everybody has a different threshold. And for them, if they say after working 60 hours and cleaning, I'm going to outsource the cooking or, or the meal delivery. After working 60 hours and cooking, I'm going to outsource the cleaning. I can afford it. That's why I'm working. That's part. That's a luxury for me. And I'm willing to invest in it. I don't see anything wrong with that. And, you know, I mean, yes, you, you could be allowing somebody in a cold in or or your partner might try to sleep with the person you have cleaning your floors but if they a dog and they you know they, they they will find an opportunity to sleep with someone else whether you're bringing someone in for them too or not but could you I, have I, a, a hot sexy young 27 year old woman ain't nobody gonna feed my man i'm real funny about that baby. my man ain't no no I, i'm the only person cooking for him unless we going out to a restaurant and someone's cooking for us mutually but baby ain't nobody cooking for, for mine <laughs> mm. but uh seems like, seems like we lost uh damn yeah she, she, she listen um she'll be back, but we're gonna go ahead and open up the panel and let you guys chime in um uh yeah let's let's go ahead and start with tedros tedros what what are your thoughts he must be at the library too hola he just might be tedros can you hear me yeah we can hear you now um the topic is are the older women jealous yeah are they are they sabotaging the younger younger women they are contributing to the uh sabotaging of women but i i don't think uh jealousy is the bigger issue i just feel like uh the modern society we live in today wants to bully people into abandoning some of our traditional culture and what i mean by that is they want to eliminate certain hierarchies um so y'all mentioned that we got the women middle-aged women dressing the same as uh young women you know um i'm not saying whether that's a good or a bad thing but i just feel like it aligns with the homogenization of, of society they want men and women to be the same uh they want straight men to consider a gay man as a as a potential romantic partner and if, if you don't then you're a homophobe and shit like this so um i just think it that's that's part of it it's, it's the bullying of people um to just abandon certain traditional ideas so you can't tell so 
you don't want uh big mama telling nobody nothing the the uh the elders you know you can defy them and and you don't have to defer to nothing they say you you know you got all the answers because you got google and you got an instagram feed or whatever so um you know it all you know so i feel like that's more of um, the issue than jealousy not to say that's not a factor but um there's that and then um the other thing i wanted to say was i like that y'all mentioned again about the co the culture being lost okay um you, you mentioned the cooking the, you know something something like you know uh the mother and daughter bonding through the activity of cooking okay that traditionally was kind of part of a uh of a woman's identity, developing the development of her identity. Today, we got a lot of women whose identity is developed. Uh, their identity is associated with their solely through their sexuality. Okay, sexuality, and the boss diva industrial complex. Okay, all of it revolves around that being a boss. Uh, fuck him and take his money, and. Uh, whatever other hyper-feminist ideology you can think of. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not against the boss chick per se, and I'm not against fuck him and take his money. But all I'm saying is, isn't isn't a woman's identity uh, more than that? You know, no, they want um, to encourage this mentality. And uh, yeah. Oh, okay, one last thing. I apologize. Let me just say that. Then I'll be done. Sorry. Um, I don't know if this is completely related, but I always got to throw in a, a black society, black empowerment um, the, uh, aspect to what I'm talking about. Modern black American culture is prostituted. Okay. Prostitute will pay, it will fuck anybody who pays her. Okay. And that's where, that's the direction black American society is going. We've allowed our culture to become a commodity. Okay. It's not really even like a fucking culture anymore. It's a goddamn piece of something to be sold. Okay. And that's how I look at it. And some of this behavior we seeing, what we talking about right now plays right into that. Thanks. That's a good point. I, I agree with the last point in particular, um, where you, uh, regarding the black community being uh, commodified and it's something to be bought and sold 100% agree with that. Um, thank you, uh, MGTOW Universe, and then we can have Miss Olivia go ahead. She's joined the panel, too. Uh, MGTOW, what are your thoughts on the conversation thus far? Anything you want to comment on relating to the topic? Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Awesome. Um, to answer the question, I don't know if women are that far thinking ahead in terms of sabotaging um to uh just to you know compete with younger women later on in life i think you know around early 40s mid 40s maybe late 40s you know those women those single women they know it's you know it's last call um so they got so they got to get what they can um those women are most of those women are not going to be taken seriously though like like i said the guys that they're looking for you know the guys in their 40s maybe early 50s they're not no those guys usually they want to start their own families and if you're mid to late 40s you're sol um 
So, yeah, and I do think the, those older women uh, should be going after uh, the same men. Um, I do think that uh, who was it that said that young women don't want older men? <laughs> who said that? I heard that earlier. That I said me. that. That was they me. Don't want y'all? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, oh no, younger women don't want older men. That was Danny. Definitely okay. not true. Uh, definitely not true. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've been seeing that since high school. Sometimes even middle school, but that's a different discussion. Um, I mean, if you're saying that the older man has a bag to contribute, then absolutely. But what are we considering a bag? Because we're know, talking about like high school. What are no, we but that's different for a high school girl it's to want different. somebody in their twenties. But I'm talking about a man in their fifties. You know, they'd be like, they got worms. No, no, it's not different. No, it's, no it's in high school. Different. No, in high school, it was very common from what I've seen. For high school girls to go out with dudes in their thirties, no, not in their twenties. That was common. Now that was an occurrence, but it wasn't common, right? Yeah, it was common. I don't know, but it was common. The majority of the high school girls at your school weren't dating thirty-year-olds. Come on, MGTOW. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't front MGTOW University. No, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the girls that wanted older guys that were not in high school. Uh, yeah. Told y'all I'm from the hood. So, yeah. if you're saying they're in their 20s and I they were dating 30-year-olds, yeah, that, I, I can say, What yeah, are 30-year-olds doing? 30-plus-year-old men man, doing man, in high school? In the hood, anything goes. Y'all know this already. Anything at goes. The, at the time we grew up, it was not what the 1999 people have made it to be. So, white folks in country area yeah white folks in country area because to, to MGTOW's point I'm gonna let him finish but I think we guys look at it as women are looking for guys who are somewhat established regardless of money and when when we would see younger high school girls get with the college dudes and beyond which is the 30s we thought nothing of it we just thought it as the norm thing because women are looking for stability now since women have grabbed the mic they try to make it seem like oh it's this terrible thing but look at what the white folks just passed in california it is lawful for a 24 year old they didn't they didn't let it get 30 to date a teen so a lot of times a lot of times when when, when a lady say stuff to try yeah, to community yeah, go go ahead. You got it. I'm just saying that that's called hebophilia. Uh, and if you if you are 30 years old and you you want to go with somebody in high school, you really need to um see what's going on with you mentally. Um, and if you are a parent and you are um so lax in your parenting that you are not aware that your child is being groomed by a 30 year old man or older. Um, then it's then it's something wrong with you too. You should be jailed just like that. Hebophile should be jailed. I'm glad you. I'm glad it's you said that. There's a whole lot of R. Kelly's around here these days. Okay. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's why that speech should have been made to the women who was doing that to young boys. But none of the women. Wait, wait, wait. I let you speak. I let you speak. I have a family full of boys. 
I got a family full of boys, and I had a conversation okay, the other day with my nephew, and he's 15, <laughs> because this this woman uh, that, that works in a store across the street um, from his school, she is always looking at my nephew. And before I had to take her head off of her body, I had to have a conversation with him, because he is a young man, uh, and he might be flattered by something like that. But if I find out something like that, it's going to be a problem, okay? It's not okay. Okay, yeah, back, right, back, right. back to what I was saying, because I know I interrupted MGTOW. While all the that is true, I'm going to point to female accountability. When you say that it had that, that is a title, you need to go back in time and tell the women that, and definitely tell these gay folks who was dating young folks the same thing. You, let me let's finish. Let's wait a minute. Wait, wait, and um, is everybody's volume low? Is it just me? Yours is, is mine low? Uh, mine could be low. Is it low? No, yours ain't low, Miss Olivia. Yeah, oh. some of these people's connections are really bad. It sounds like they're on T-Mobile. <laughs> if, you, if you're on StreamYard, guys, and you go in your settings, what you need to do is um, go to the audio and unclick that check, and you can you can um, you can uh, monitor your, your mic level. It's, a, it's the thing that's checked. It says automatic settings. You can uncheck it, and then you can turn your mic up. Oh, yeah, and if you're on Starlink, wait till the satellite passes overhead. Let, let, let me do this real quick. Um, Mr. Research, go ahead and finish your point. I want to pass it back to uh, MGTOW, too, because we, he didn't is, get an opportunity to finish. This is the only thing I'm saying, Oracle. It's when ladies jump off the mic, you jumped off three times, but ladies jump off the mic when these dudes are doing stuff out of bounds and you valid for doing that because it's a new age and y'all set the standard. But what I'm saying is there was no female accountability saying this when women were going after these young boys, there was no female accountability when your sis sisterhood was going after young, young folks. So I, I hit Atlanta in 97. And I saw full-blown 30-year-olds going with 12-year-old and 14-year-olds and everybody acting like they don't see nothing in the lesbian and gay wait, 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 listen to the information. In the lesbian and gay community. It just seems like female accountability only comes off the mic when these dudes are off code. Go to them sis, tell them they out of pocket. Go to them ladies, tell them they out of pocket. Make I don't want to derail the whole conversation and just strictly talk about like the accountability piece as it relates to people who are um, engaging with, you know, um, underage or high schoolers. Like we know that that's inappropriate. And I know, you know, Mr. Researcher saying, you know, the women and, and gay men. And I think that we're all on the same accord on the panel when it comes to anyone who is doing it and they're needing to be accountability no matter the party. So, um, and I think that's what Miss Olivia was saying, and that's absolutely what I heard you say too. I, I, you know, so I think well, I'm just saying ladies have no courage to ladies appear to have no courage to speak about their fellow ladies and the and facts. All facts. I, I absolutely we've talked, agree with We've that. had actually a show about about um, women sleeping with well twice actually. We talked. We facts. highlighted Jada. We did it uh, another time too. So. Um, yeah, but I, I, like I said, I just wanted to give MGTOW Universe the opportunity to uh, finish his point because we've kind of just derailed. Um, and also thank Eric Bird for uh, the super sticker. Thank you, Eric. Um, go ahead, MGTOW. It's on you. 
Uh, I forgot. Uh, we we got off. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a question for y'all, and then I'll leave. Uh, I'll turn it over. Um, is it disgusting for a forty-something-year-old woman to go with like a young twenty-something? No, man. No. Um, I'm gonna be honest. It wouldn't be the most comfortable I would be if it was my twenty-something-year-old son, um, with a forty-something-year-old woman. It, yeah, it wouldn't make me it. comfortable. I wouldn't prefer it, but like just like with a twenty-something-year-old woman dating a forty-something-year-old man, I mean, uh, we're kind of limited <laughs> in regards to what you can do. They're adults, but. It's not something that I would prefer for my children or any other young adults, really. Uh, Why I, I are you disparaging think... me? <laughs> go ahead, uh, MGTOW Universe, because we want to also go ahead and, and uh, move the mic along to... Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, sure no, I want you to have the floor. We, we've kind of taken up enough time and just kind of um, omitted whatever you were trying to say by kind of engaging in this back and forth about... Um, younger adults or, or older people dating uh, high schoolers, but you go ahead. It's on you. No, it was my point. My point was in the beginning where I was saying like uh, uh, the older women, uh, they can go after whatever demographic of men they want. They're probably not going to be taken seriously. 18th letter, your um, camera's on. And, <laughs> 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 and um, uh, yeah, I don't mind right, turn it look again, but y'all go ahead though. Thank you. Thank you, MGTOW. Uh, Miss Olivia, what are your thoughts on the topic or whatever you wanted to add to the conversation? Um, first of all, I wanted to, um, not all older women, I think, are bitter and they uh, and they try to misdirect the younger women. Um, I've seen some older women, you know, on social media, as well as some older men, try to derail younger people. I think some of it is some of it could be jealousy only because maybe in their younger years they didn't get to live their life. They see what I'm saying? And so now maybe they feel away or maybe they just bitter. I, I don't know. Some of them, um, like I talk about the competition thing. Uh yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand that, but I've seen it, you know, and um I just, it's just unfortunate if you can't, um, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think for some women, they, maybe they didn't get to live their lives and maybe they had their children young, um, and maybe they're, you know, trying to, you know, revert back into their younger days, if that makes sense. Um, you know, and that's unfortunate, you know what I mean? I, I hate that. Me, I'm kind of different. I got to do everything when I was supposed to do it because I, I don't have children. You know what I mean? So, but I have seen women, um, uh, you know, kind of relive, you know, kind of th they thought they missed something, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to like, have a do-over or something like that. But you got to be careful when you're doing something like that when you're older um, because you can make yourself look like a fool. But I also believe that to each his own, as long as you're not hurting nobody. But now if you're trying to poison somebody's mind, um, man or woman, that's bitterness. And it's not for because young people really have to experience things for themselves at the end of the day. Especially these days, they already don't want to listen to older people anyway. Um, so, you know, uh, I got a lot of young people in my family and I'm always here for them. Um you know, but I think that you have to instill those values in them before they reach adulthood. And hopefully, 
um, they won't go as far as they know that they can go, you know. But then if they choose to go that far, um, you know, you're going to have to be there for them, you know. And so I, I think, but I think that if you, I don't think that an older woman or man should put themselves with equal footing um, when it comes to a younger person, you know, because mm. I think that's the reason why a lot of younger people don't um, look to uh, some older people for advice, you know. And so I think that's unfortunate. I, I, I actually really agree point. with that, especially in reference to older people. Like, I think that it's okay to kind of, you know, give younger people guidance or to offer up guidance. But I think mm -hmm. that like to poison the well and having mm -hmm. these staunch, strong opinions about why mm -hmm. younger people should say no to marriage and why, and yeah. like kind of pushing those opinions yeah. on younger people because yeah. you've already lived your life and made your mistakes. I think yeah. that I find yeah. that problematic. I agree, concrete. Well, see, I would be a hypocrite if I did that. It's just like, you know, we have conversations on here about what's appropriate for some people as opposed to not me. I believe in, you know, you live, you learn, you grow. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit up here and act like I was always an angel because I did everything that I wanted to do after I left my mother's and father's home. Because I think I heard George talking about the fact that it, there were certain standards like me. I'm in my early 50s and there were certain standards for me. Things were that expected that were expected of me um, when I was a young person. And um, you didn't want to make your family look bad. And I mm. think that... Um, you know, uh, a lot of those standards have gone by the wayside as it pertains to embarrassing your family. You know what I mean? Because you just didn't embarrass yourself. You embarrassed your whole family. You know, I live, you know, I've lived down south all my life and I wouldn't even I didn't even have, you know what, until I got into college. Now, when I got in college uh, in another whole state, I did everything I was big thought I was big enough to do. But even then, but even then I didn't go as far as I could have went. Because my grandmama's, you know, all that stuff she said to me was in the back of my head. And then if you go as far as you you, you can go, you have to go home. You have to explain yourself. You got to look at your daddy, um, you know, looking disappointed. You know, worse than, than the worst thing for me in the world would be to disappoint my, especially my father. I mean, my mama too and my grandmama. But my daddy looking at me sideways. You know, things was expected, you know, and uh, not so much these days. And I think we, and, and I also want to say um, when it came to whichever one of you ladies was um, talking about we've lost a lot of traditions. Like when it comes to knowing how to clean your house, when I was little, I know I don't know some of you got. Well, I don't know if y'all if y'all are old enough to remember Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Or not. But I. Huh. Yeah, we remember. Um, we used to clean, get up every Saturday morning. My mom would turn on um, some loud music and we would clean the house every Saturday morning. That's what I was going to say. Before we could go outside, look at Saturday morning cartoons, honey. We had to wash the walls. Um, we had to, you know, do, you know, clean the house. And I never understood why we always had to learn, you know, to clean the house properly, wash the dishes properly, um, you know. Um, you know, learn how to cook, you know, hang, we didn't, at one point in time, we didn't have a clothes dryer. We had to hang out the clothes uh, a certain way and all of this and all of that. And it's not until um, I got married and started my own home that I realized um, all of that stuff was teaching me um, how to be a proper homemaker, you know, and had I not um, been taught out, because at the time I just wanted to look at Saturday morning cartoons and go outside and ride my bike or whatever, right? 
But um, I think that these days, a lot of that stuff is being lost. And it's cool um, when Concrete Road said, if you want to outsource, you want to bring people in your home and all this and all that. But I always, but I, I hate that. Um, I would hate that, you know, you never do. Cause see, for me, when I'm cooking and, uh, and I'm cleaning my home, um, I'm doing, it's, it's, it's me showing love. You see what I'm saying? Yes. When I seen that for my mama, that was my mama showing love. You know what I mean? And that's what that meant to me. Mm. And, um, and, uh, and I hope that I instilled that, you know, in, in my nieces, you know, like, like I really do. That I've seen some even grown women don't know how to clean. Now, y'all know good well, y'all done went in probably a couple of y'all friends' house to where it is absolutely not well kept. <laughs> and my and I be all I be thinking in my back mind is, you know what? My mama would bust me upside my head if she was ever coming to my house and look like that. And it looked like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think we are losing even more culture than, than, you know, it's a lot been lost, but even more, it, even, even when it comes down to cooking and cleaning, I never even really thought about that. She said that concrete rose, mm -hmm. that's some people not teaching their kids how to clean up and cook and stuff. Girls, you know, actually. I personally, I, I showed my, my, I taught my kids, um, how to cook and clean and they know how, but I think that, you know, sometimes, um, you may not like you may not prefer to maybe you don't like to cook for whatever reason you know cooking mm -hmm. isn't your thing and yeah. you know how to cook if it comes down to it you can cook but you don't like to cook however yeah. um you not not simply based off of the fact that you don't prefer to cook but you mm -hmm. also have so many pots in the fire that you know your focus is elsewhere so you're outsourcing those things and mm -hmm. or maybe you learned how to cook but you're not that great at, great at it and you yeah. understand you know your weakness your strengths and your weaknesses mm -hmm. and um you also have a lot on your plate so you're finding i mean you gotta eat <laughs> you have to feed you know your partner as well so um you're finding a way to outsource it and do meal delivery or whatever it is what you know that that you find to make life a little bit more convenient for you i think that like oh. you know we all grew up with that same mindset like how to cook and clean and how that's expressing and showing love but like i think the difference is um you, our this generation doesn't have to um basically emulate domestic skills the way that we did i think i was gonna say that there's no pride in being able to cook gourmet meals and keeping a house there's nothing to be prideful um quote unquote in doing that and yeah. so it's not yeah. like you got your yeah. saturday morning bake sales and you beat miss lucille down the street and you whoops her <laughs> ass with your sweet potato pie <laughs> there's nothing to be prideful about um yeah. in yeah. that regard like yeah. i think that's a lost thing too that's a good point yeah. danny yeah. yeah yeah and i and i just uh then you know it, I, I'm just saying for me and my family, that's what it symbolized. You know what I mean? But it's different folks, to, different strokes of different folks, yeah. um, you know, and uh, just, I mean, hey, you have to do what makes you happy. But I think I think that is a sense of pride um, when you are able to take care of your home, like your husband and your children, at least even if you are a working mom and you can't do it all the time, maybe like on the weekend. Right, right, or right. Something. I mean, because I mean, yeah, we are all modern women, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? And I, I took care of my home 
Um, and you know, I, I worked a full time career, you know, you know, but there was just something that I was used to. I had a I had a lot of um times where it's kind of different for me. That's why I don't want to seem judgmental because I don't have children. Do you see what I'm saying? It makes a yeah. difference. You know what I mean? Because it's just if it's just you and your husband, you can come whip up something, you know, it's two plates. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The house the house really getting that dirty. Right. You know? You know, and all of this and all this. So it's kind of different for me. So I, I understand if you have to have a full-time career and a full-time family, you yeah. know, so if you can afford can to get some help, you know what I mean? By all means, do so. But what about the women that can't even afford to get the help? Yeah. You know, and it's some women, I know single women who like, I don't like cooking. I know single women who like, I don't yeah. want to, you know, they, they, and they don't have a ton going on. It's just that they don't want to do they it. want to do it. You know, I don't even realize that concrete road. Yeah. Let me tell you. Something. I have friends. Oh Listen, God, I don't even get the way we play. I don't think that, do, let me ask you, you and Miss Olivia a question because we definitely got to move the conversation along. But I do have mm -hmm. a question for y'all. Y'all don't think that comes from a source of laziness. Um, I was watching somebody the other day and it was this, this lady and I was uh, uh, concrete. I'm gonna send you the video later on or I'll uh, post it in the community tab later on. But there was this lady and she was saying that she didn't want to get married because she didn't want to do um the work that comes along with marriage um she was saying that she didn't want to do the cooking and the cleaning and the waiting on the man hand and foot and um just doting on this man and him doing nothing but sitting there reaping the benefits and she was saying that married men are happier and they live longer and the woman is usually run through and stressed out by the time it's over and i was like um certain aspects of that like you can negotiate your relationship doesn't have to be what everybody else says it should be your relationship can be your relationship um, well, yeah. and and you know and what i mean I, it's clearly she's never been married before um because you know um if the husband he has his stuff that he does you know for the house inside you know you know around the house as well works um, and you do, you know, what you do outside of the house as well as inside of the house. Like, I refuse to cut the grass, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, stuff I refuse to do. I refuse mm -hmm. to clean the gutter. I'm afraid of heights, okay? <laughs> I, I, refuse, right. I refuse to do a whole lot of stuff. Do you hear yeah. me? And so, and then as far as cooking, when it comes to me and my husband, he thought he think he can cook better than I can. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, but you can try. You know, you know I would have to say, too, I my I've seen a lot of women that take that stance and I've seen the narrative being passed around that marriages, uh, you know, been only benefits the man that men are like, there are some article that said that men are happier in marriages and women are less happy. Women are happier when they're single, like according to some statistic. Um, but, um, I, I've seen a lot of women take that stance and I do think that, um, your marriage has to, your marriage should be tailored to what works best for you and your Absolutely. Family. Absolutely. It's not one, it's not, it's not a rule book. And let me tell you, I did, I want to say, we can move it right along because I know you ladies are newly married. At least I know I, I told George happy birthday recently, right? I mean, happy birthday, happy anniversary, child. <laughs> Thank you. Let me tell you something. When it comes to black men in particular, um, they have, uh, you know, they, they, the numbers are really high for them to, you know, um, uh, have like high blood pressure, even if, even if they're in the best shape in the world. Right. So um, in men, 
a lot of the times they they don't live as long as women do, even if they are married. So what you should do is always, um, you know, look out for the best interests of your husband when it comes, because men don't like to go to the doctors. Um, they don't like to, sometimes they think they want to eat whatever in the world they want to eat. And one thing that you can do um, to keep your man around long, because I'm not ready to bury my husband. Like for instance, so we, I could, I, and now I live in the South. I live in freaking Tennessee. I love pig, right? We haven't eaten pig in like four or five years, right? Because I'm afraid of him having a heart attack, you know, or, or getting high blood pressure and him leaving, you know, here, you know, like way before I, I can't deal with stuff like that yet, right? Because I, I don't have no, I'm like the matriarch of my family. I don't have no mama, no daddy, no, my, both my grandmamas is gone, both my granddaddies is gone. I'm not ready for him to be gone, you know? So j just a little tip for you new wives, do whatever you can um, to keep your husband as healthy as you can, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially if you care about it, especially if y'all got kids too. You know, mm -hmm. even if they don't want to do it, you know, stay on them. And mm -hmm. we know, see, in a fantasy world, they be online talking about, oh, this woman's going to be submissive and she's just going to sit in the corner and she's not never going to say nothing and I'm going to get to run the show. But in reality, we know that ain't always the case, right? Absolutely. Even if, you gotta make, even, even if you got to make them think it's their idea, honey, it's not the case. It's the way in which you do everything. Okay, like my husband, he... he when he try to fix up something, I know that I'm gonna have to buy another one, right? So I let him do his thing, go on and fix it up, go on and you know, go on and mess the cards up and stuff. I go right behind him and get him and uh, get another one. But okay. what I don't, what I don't do is is uh, argue with him. I call him Mister Fix It and Mister Fuck It Up. And I'm <laughs> you got to pick your battle. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I want yeah. to say now. Thank you, uh, Miss Olivia. Definitely agree uh, wholeheartedly. Um, I, I want to read the super chats real quick, and I know Mr. Research has been waiting to get in, so we'll allow him in. Uh, MGTOW Universe says, anyone remember that interaction between that young man and Kevin Samuels about wearing suits and how Kevin Samuels got disrespectful? That's why we don't talk to elders. Um, and that was like kind of what I wanted to touch on and didn't have an opportunity. My last question too was, you know, like we are the next generation of elders, uh, you know, so coming up like kind of like ways in which we can do things differently and ensuring that our guidance towards the younger generation isn't looked at as sabotaging. But I just don't even uh, remotely consider them to be my personal competition. Um, and then we had another one from MGTOW Universe where he said, stay on them, nag the ish out of them. Sometimes it takes that. If, if nagging you is going to save your life or get you to go to the doctor, you know, mm -hmm. hey, it's a sacrifice yep. that I'll make. Yep. But, um, and you missed one. Um, oh, okay. MGTOW Universe also says, if you come from the standpoint of listen to me because I'm older and don't ask questions, you will only cultivate a culture on non-communication. I agree. I agree with that. That's a good point. Good point. All right. What's good, Mr. Research? What do you got on the topic? All right. So I want to talk about things on a national level. I have nothing anecdotal, you know, to really add. It's just a national conversation. So one thing we've done amongst men, we've helped boys realize, hey, lower these pregnancies, stop these illegitimate pregnancies. That's why you see the numbers show that Latinas are the number one illegitimate uh, parent, 
not black women. So this is one thing I, I go against the manosphere on these these fantas fantastical arguments against black women when actually they're third and not number one. But I understand people got to sell YouTube videos and you know anything to discourage or make the women look terrible. It is what it is. But to be fair to the brothers also, with us doing that amongst young boys, nobody's policing young women. Young women are going out with the Asian guy getting illegitimate babies. Young women are going out with the white guy. I know that in order to sell tickets to these YouTube videos and get a, a YouTube check, women try to make it seem like it's all black men, black men, black men, black men. But we must remember the white man was the most baby mama person in the USA, which is one of the reasons the child support system had to be created. He was out here doing so much. But nobody likes to admit that. Nobody likes to bring that to the table. Everybody likes to talk about what happened on a particular street. Here's what's going on. The daughters are getting incarcerated. Ain't no Maya Angelou coming bringing women together. You got women who said they were gonna change the Republican party. They didn't do that. My point in bringing all that to the table is older black women are not having a discussion with these women at all. In actuality, what they're doing, they're focused on their house and their street. They don't, they don't have the accountability, which goes back to what I was saying earlier, that they're trying to demand black men to have. And yes, black men, do, black men do need to have accountability. Go ahead, I'll finish after you say it, Danny. Oh, no, I had a question for you because like if, if you think about the previous culture, um, dope boy culture, and it's not as pervasive as it was back then, I don't think that black men take responsibility um, for certain aspects of the culture that were ruined by them. Um, what are your thoughts in, in response to that? Definitely that. Uh, so I'm, I was part of dope man culture and I've said it on your stage, you probably gotcha. forgot. We dropped the ball on that part of the game because we was young, trying to, try, trying to get some money, you know what I'm saying, at a time where people wasn't really passing out jobs and foolishly, we thought what we were selling was the equivalent of weed. We knew to stay away from heroin. That's why right, you didn't see right. many people talk about that. But we had young 14 year olds. It's the same thing with uh, gang culture, Crips and Bloods. They started off talking about we protecting the community and you end up being the new Ku Klux Klan for the community. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I say that all day and I say it to people from prison. You can get out, make a YouTube video and be a million subscribers on how prison life and all this type of stuff. But in actuality, you help create the problem, you and NWA. So let me just go back to this one thing about the accountability. I just want to see as a solution, older black women have accountability for your gender, for your gender. What, you got too many women focused on what black men are not doing. And some of that is valid, but no conversations on your girls fighting in the streets. I think the uh, classic video, I haven't even uploaded it, to where a black woman encourages her daughter to fight a white girl, white girl beats off in her butt, mom breaks it up and then tells the girl to get back to fighting so she can win. It's that type of behavior. Where are the women riding on the white horse saying, uh-uh, sister, we need, we, we need another level of standard. And somebody in the chat room asked me, why did I mention the Democratic Party? Because I'm always hearing women talking about what they're going to do and what they're going to change. 
But just like the Democratic Party, once you filled out, once you realized you couldn't, you you couldn't bring Kamala to do what you wanted her to do. Now all of y'all leaving, and you're leaving quietly. You ain't even leaving loud, older black women. You ain't saying, you know what, Kamala's off code, and we ain't gonna be there. We thought Kamala was one of us. No, you slithering away. So what are the older black women doing at this point? Ah. They constantly talking about what black men should be doing. So let me let that sink in before I give up this mic. Older black women constantly talking about black men and jumping with these women who girls who are talking about black men, yet they're not talking about what they should be doing. They're not talking about how they talking about women's empowerment and it still ain't worked. You ain't even bringing your daughters into the jobs y'all working at. You ain't even bringing the, your, your, your nieces into the positions y'all hold. You letting the pan, you so busy trying to buddy up with the Pakistani and the Indian at your job that you don't realize she done got six of her people hired and you on the way and they all voting you out. Black women are focused on the wrong thing. And I'm gonna end here. The mouth of many of our ladies is the perfect weapon the white folks use against the entire black community. Thank you, Mr. Research. Um, some good, very, very good and solid points. I'll just say this real quick and then pass it on to Big Truck. Um, I think that both groups are disproportionately focused on the opposite group, as opposed to focusing on, uh, you know, the, the group that they belong to and trying to exact change within that group. I really think that we could um, exact change and we could, you know, impact the culture greatly if we focused on the core groups in which we belong to, as opposed to spending so much time. And I guess it is content and it is, you know, entertaining and it does make you money to focus on and berate the opposite group. But I think that that's part of the problem. Um, Big Troy, what you got? Well, good evening, ladies. That was a very long and nice, quiet sit that I had and I uh, was just listening to what you guys were saying. So, okay, so I guess um, I'll start with uh, the, your, your question uh, about our older Black women sabotaging younger generations, okay? Well, um, first of all, I'd like to just point out, my uh, grandfather, when he got married to my grandmother, he realized kind of quickly that she couldn't cook. So what he did was he got his money and he sent her ass to cooking school and she learned how to cook and she could make a damn good lasagna and she could also make some really good lemon meringue pie, among other things. When she went to cooking school, she learned all that stuff. As a couple of people pointed out, a lot of these women don't do any work at home. I've gone to some of these women's houses. It's filthy, cat shit in the rug, roaches and everything. And they pay no attention to it. Oh, gosh. Or, or even worse, and I, I don't know what this is. Some of the filthiest people have dogs and cats, and they don't clean up after them. I'll never understand it. Bottom line hate. is, just like you were point, y'all talking about doing chores as a mainstay, <laughs> what that's all part of is something called order. That's what's wrong with Black people right now. We have no order whatsoever. There's a very simple saying. Your job as a wife is to keep your husband's stomach full and his balls empty. It's really simple, but until you try to put it into practice, all of a sudden now it becomes really difficult. You've chosen freedom to go to a workspace, to somebody else's office. You've chosen that over your husband. You've chosen that 
over a children. And it bites you in the ass when you try to do both, because the reality is you can't work many hours, make that kind of money, and then still have a household. You can't do it because you're, you can't be in two places at the same time. The women who keep on trying it keep failing at it. Either that or your husband busy messing with somebody else because she's not there for him. Or your kids are out there doing what they shouldn't be doing because you're not there watching them. You can't be in two places at once. It's simple physics. So my bottom line is I would say that, you know, black women sabotaged their daughters in that they didn't teach them how to be proper ladies. If you want to understand the reason why young people aren't listening to old people, it's because young people do everything they can not to listen to old people. They don't even come to church anymore. They're not around old people. They stay away from old people. And then they do the worst possible thing they could do is they get their advice from dumbasses their age. So basically, you, you've left your kids to the streets for the streets to teach them or for other people to teach them. And most of the people who are teaching them are not intelligent, are not well-learned, and can't teach them much of anything. Most of these kids now, they are so irresponsible. Most of them are never going to own a house. They're never going to even be able to pay their rent. Or most of them can't even own a car, and they got to call Uber for every damn every single ride. And you know how expensive that gets. And they don't even make that much money. And now you're in a situation where they don't even want to work. So you're talking about laziness. They don't even want to show up. They call, what is it, the great resignation? My thing is, how is it that these people get off thinking that they don't have to work, but they still get to survive? But that's what you get when you have a welfare state. And my only hope is that that eventually crashes and you're not able to just pay for things with money you don't have, that you actually have to work for everything. That goes for the women working for the husbands, the husbands working to have families, and it also goes for these kids who are damn near 30 and 40 years old and still living in your house. So, no, this I've given up on this. It's like I already see this is not changing at all. The women have chosen their path. You can't force them to do anything. The only people who can are these people in other cultures, other countries. So, basically, there are some places where men from here realize they've got to go to find women who've been indoctrinated to be wives because they're not going to find it here. So the same circular conversation with these manosphere dudes complaining about women all day long. How she doesn't she doesn't submit. I can't control her. Yeah, you're you're gonna keep doing that until you get strokes and die of like kidney failure, and that's just how it works. I'm sorry. That's that's the reality. Y'all are incorrigible. Um, I want to say a few things real quick, Big Truck. You said a lot and a lot of interesting things. Um, I do want to say real quick that um, I, I think young people have seen the previous generation and they don't want their life. They're like, I don't want to listen to you because your life doesn't seem appealing to me for whatever reason. And that's why I focused on uh, when I said, you know, we, I don't think that we have too many freedoms. I think that the problem is there is a lack of, you know, um, uh, aiding in or, or or a lack of family values and, and, and developing of a, a moral compass and, you know, um, actually steering our children the right way when they're younger. Um, I think that if you are nurturing the idea of family and the benefits of family and, and, and all the things when they're young, that you have the best chance of, 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 
impacting them and the best chance of that sticking with them as opposed to them kind of buying into this liberalism or this liberal mindset that we see this generation adopting. But I also wanted to say that um, I think I agree that younger children or young this generation it won't won't be buying homes. Literally, they're saying it. They're listening <laughs> to people like an Elon Musk who has way more money than they'll ever see in their lifetime, who says you should not buy a home and he's never going to own a home and yada yada yada. And they're literally adopting that mindset. I want to live in a luxury apartment. Why would I want to buy a home? It's too much work, too much responsibility. And I think a lot of it is laziness. Danny hit on that earlier, and I didn't have an opportunity to chime in on it, but I. Do think that they're lazy. I don't um, aspire to work. I don't aspire to work until I'm 70 before I can enjoy my life. And I don't necessarily want that for my children either. But I do think there's a lack of work ethic with this generation. They will quit a job in a minute and they brag about it. They tell you that you shouldn't stay at a job uh, for, you know, for any length of time if anybody says anything that you don't like. And I think that, you know, there's mismatched values. I'm not saying that they should slave away for 50 years before they can enjoy any portion of their life. But I do think that there is an absence of, you know, a desire to, you know, put in work um, and um, understand the benefits of it and, and, you know, being willing to see the fruits of their labor after them having applied themselves. They want everything just handed over to them. Well, see, Rose, when you say the younger generation, I have to assume you're talking about Generation Z. And I'd have to assume that you're t- talking about Generation Z looking at millennials who were born probably uh, in the 80s. And right now they're around yeah. 40 years old. Yeah. Well, the bottom line, the, the problem with millennials is that millennials basically followed right after everything that was told to them by the Generation mm-hmm. uh, X, and X and the mm-hmm. baby boomers. And the reality is all they did was just go deep into debt. And when they went deep into that debt, what did they do it for? They did it for, um, you know, homes, student loans, most of which are still not paid off, as you know. And the bottom line is they don't have really much of a choice at this point, because if they just want to work regular jobs and stay out of debt, they're never going to make the money, nor have the health care, nor have the pension, nor have the ability to not not just own anything. They're not going to be able to buy anything with inflation Mm. where it is. So True. All that, have you ever stopped to think about the life cycle of your average person right now? Like, you know how you in biology, you get taught the life cycle of a fly or the life cycle of a, a bird. What part of the human life cycle says that you're living in your parents' house till you're 30 or 40 or something <laughs> and that you're waiting until you're 40 or 50 to start trying to have children? It's like our life cycle itself is so screwed up that it's no wonder to me why you see society collapsing the way it's collapsing. Mm -hmm. It's also no wonder to me because what you have now, there's a word that they don't really talk about much anymore. And I learned this word a long time ago. It's called anomie, A-N-O-M-I-E. And what it means is that you have nothing vested in society. So you really just don't care. Now they're trying, yeah, you can look it up. A-N-O-M-I-E. It's called anomie. And I'll never forget that when I learned it. And I learned that years ago. They never even talk about that word, I think, because most of these journalists don't know it. And the reality is they're wondering why they have so many problems out of these men or these young boys. And they wonder where all this violence is coming from. And they wonder where all these females are, are getting all their violence from. 
The simple fact is you have no order and you have nothing vested in a community, nothing vested in society. So most of them really don't care if it all gets torn down or gets burned down or if they do it themselves. They don't care because they have no responsibility for anything surrounding them. That's what it really comes down to. That's a great point. And, and, And the way I see it, I don't think that's changing anytime soon. Generation uh, Z that you're looking at right now, they are going to be so bad until, and forget the education. They're going to be so uneducated, they're going to have to take off their shoes to count to 10. But when it comes to relationships, Mm. their grandmamas are naked on Instagram right now. (laughs) I mean, that's what, a good point, um, Big Truck. I, I um, want to read the super chat, but I wanted to also give a shout out to Katie real quick. Go ahead, Danny, um, for the well, cash app. Thank you, Katie. Um, I wanted to respond to Big Truck because there's something that I thought about, and with the generations now, nobody's really able to call out anything or say that okay, this part of our culture, um, there's something wrong there. Um, you'll generally almost get bullied into trying um to fit into society's mindset versus what you feel like is wrong and a lot of people are afraid to call it out if they see some bullshit happening oh well you know kids will be kids or girls will be girls or guys will be guys or you know um you've lived your life you shouldn't say anything um what about what you were doing when you were younger Um, even if you're seeing like, it's like trying to stop a moving train. So I, I think Big Truck had a, a great point when he said he doesn't see it changing anytime soon. Cause I, I feel like that too. Sister George, let me just say one thing really quickly. Uh, Mr. Research, uh, mentioned that, um, teen pregnancy and how it was Hispanic, uh, females having more children out of wedlock and whatever. Well, first of all, um, the last census that was published, you can look at it specifically said that the only racial groups right now that are actually showing positive growth are Asians and Hispanics. And it specifically said that. You can even look it up typing the exact same words I'm saying. Black women are busy aborting their babies. White women are busy aborting their babies in order to get their career on. Some of them are doing it just so that they keep their body nice and sexy so that they can keep taking their Instagram photos and keep TikToking. So the reality is, again, the census just said it. It said, listen, the only people moving forward are Asians and Hispanics. They have positive population growth. They have positive wealth building. You can't, but if, if but, and, and I'll, I'll just stop right there. Black men- Can I respond to that since you stopped? Black men cannot control these women. And if they can't control the women and they can't be in charge of households and they can't build wealth and pass that wealth on, they're building nothing. Whatever they got is going right back to the state. Meanwhile, your Hispanics, your Asians, and your Ukrainians that they're shipping in here by the boatload, they're going to be the ones to take your spot because you're not doing anything. So you might as well, Charles Darwin would say it himself, you might as well just go. I disagree with some of that because... It's the reality, I'm sorry. Excuse me? I'm sorry. It's, a, it, it, it's not that I'm making this up. I, 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 the last I, well, well, I have a different train of thought, especially when it comes to black women and aborting their babies. Um, now, first, 
Um, for the longest time, we talked about, even Sister Georgina mentioned earlier, not in this context about, you know, the baby mama thing, you know, that, you know, everybody, you know, was all the single moms, the baby mom tropes. They've been talking about this for like, what, 20 years on the Internet. And don't you think that some the reason why um, the uh, when it comes to black women and not choosing career um, and, 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 and school over having babies um, is largely in part because they don't want to be single mothers. Okay, it takes two to make a baby. Even if they are in a relationship, they're choosing to have babies at a later age or not have them at all. Right. Um, That's my because point. Of the, if you'll let me finish. Yeah, go um, ahead. That is, and that is, and that is um, because um, it is almost frowned upon um, in a lot of spaces for black women to have children. You know, and so you can't have it both ways. Now, when it comes to the Anglos and population growth, um, well, I mean, that is that is because of a lot of their DNA, um, and that is why they are trying to abolish abortion. You know, and it, and you know, and it's going to ricochet back um, on a lot of other races of women. Um, I don't think that um, they should have to get so desperate to what they want to police a woman's body. I do not agree with that. Um, but you can't be arguing in one hand about a welfare state. And then on the other hand, you saying, but these black women ain't having no children. Like you have to pick a side. Like, do no, you no, want no, 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 that's a false state. Or do you want them to, 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 to be in a welfare state? You say the community is declining because A, B, C, and D, but you're all putting it in the lap of the woman but it takes two it takes two people a man and a woman to have a functional family unit uh, so okay well I first of all let me let me put it out in the lap of the woman i think i don't understand oh uh, okay excuse me let me, explain that. That. let me explain that really quickly first of all you can't have positive population growth unless you're having two and a half children which really comes out to at least three children but they're not, so they're this, no, not hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on so this whole thing about uh, wait until later in life and everything. Well, I want you to go and ask these white women at your job and these Hispanic women you at your job. Over how, I, just said. I want you to do me a favor. Go ask them. I want you to go up to the next white woman you see with a wedding ring on and ask her how late in life did she decide to wait until she started having children. Or ask one of these Hispanic women, or ask one of there these are Asian a women. Lot of, you, you live around. Oh, no, 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 Without who is your? Who is your? Who is your? Without the welfare system. Without the welfare system. Who is you your? You would not be able to survive. Without the welfare system, you would not be able to survive. Are you assuming that I'm on welfare, sir? Are you assuming? Why did you answer the question? Wait, 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 wait. Big Chuck, can you hear me? Miss Olivia, can y'all hear me? Yeah, how you, now, how you doing? Okay, okay. Um, I don't think Big Truck was directing that personally at you, Miss Olivia. Okay. I think Big Truck was speaking in general, right? Big Truck? Yeah. Okay. Um, Are shout you out sure to Naima. Because you kept saying your. I, 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 I said y'all. 
Who is y'all? What do you mean? Y'all don't even have kids. Why a with an apostrophe? I don't offended by that. I don't even get to have one baby. Are you okay? So here's a question. Here's a question. You said that you're married. You have a husband. Why don't you have children? Oh no, wait, let's not no, go there. Wait, wait, hold up, hold is up, hold up, hold up. Hello, hello, wow. hello. Big truck that's out of line. That's out of pocket. Oh, okay. Um, shout out to I, Naima I Buckner. Hello. Wow. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Shout out to Naima Buckner. She says, beautiful ladies. Hey, hey. Finished up the Black Manosphere event uh, slash the MOA experience in Philly. I'm tired. Um, shout out to you, uh, Naima, and thank you so much. Girl, thank where the you. pictures at? Did it look like the last one? It seemed like the suits was pressed up this time. It ain't seemed like they was... Re Never mind, child. It just seems like it was a good thing, though. But um, shout out to Obsidian and everybody else. Um, I do want to move the conversation along. Well, well Sister George, Sister George, George I'm sorry about that. Let me, let me just say, sorry about that last uh, off-topic off thing. But let me ask you this. In the very beginning, when y'all started talking, before you even got to the question, you were uh, saying that there was some woman, I wasn't even sure what the name was, who didn't like being called a baby mama, right? Here's right. my question. If people are triggered by being called baby mamas, why aren't they doing what it takes not to be a baby mama and to get married first? They ought to have an abortion. But, George, I want to say... I didn't say, say nothing about abortions. I said about marriage before they carry. I want to say... The thing is, when people exercise their options and do have abortions, then you guys have a problem with it. Like literally, there are laws being passed that say state that if that we can't call someone their what they were bio biologically born as if they prefer to be referred to as something different, You're and right. we have to abide by that, or you could actually face criminal charges. Well, However, well, when someone wait, tells well. you that they prefer to be referred to and and it's something that's not a negative in negative light or has a negative connotation to it. That's problematic. If I call you uh, something that you find to be derogatory and you say, no, don't refer to me as that refer to me as this, I would respect that. And I feel like people should do the same regarding people who have children outside of wedlock too. First of all, that's now this whole thing about these uh, LGBTers uh, getting laws passed about, first of all, I promise you, I, I raise my hand to God. I will never use the term cisgender. And if I meet you and you look like a man, I'm calling you sir. And if you look like a woman, you I'm calling you man. Criminal charges now, too. No, 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 no. You're talking about Literally, criminal charges. Literally, as a woman, we're now referred to as birthing women. We birthing can't use the term what? woman. What? We have to say birthing what? women to differentiate us from women who are biologically women or who weren't biologically born as women. No, Ooh, but child, listen, listen first of all, first of all, when you too. talk about facing criminal charges, first of all, that falls apart as soon as you get into court because that's part of the First Amendment. So this whole thing about them trying to pass laws without actually amending the Constitution, I will go to the Supreme Court and stand in front of them and call them bullshit. So, and I'll do it. But the thing about it is this whole thing about uh, not being called baby mama. The whole reason why you have marriages in the first place, the whole reason you have weddings is so that you have witnesses to watch you get married to the person so that they know whose kid that is. That's the whole point. No, believe, no, listen, if you, look up the history of marriage, if you look up the history of marriage, the entire point of marriage 
well, the wedding, I should say. The entire point of the wedding is for witnesses to see that two people are married because they didn't have records the same way we have it now. That's one of the reasons why the tradition itself is falling apart because nobody even understands why they're getting married. When you get married, you're supposed to be tied to a person financially, biologically, whatever. And then you're supposed to have children within a line. Those people are witnesses to see what's going down. So my, my thing is, it's like, if you don't want to, if somebody doesn't want to be called a baby mama, especially by the person who they had the kid with, then they should be getting married. So this wasn't about her, her child's father calling her a baby mama. This was, uh, she referred to herself as a billionaire and Academ DJ Academics said, oh, she's, you know, a rapper baby mama as opposed to, and he knows who she is. She's created her own um, lane and she has her own fan base and yada, yada, yada. He was just doing it to shade her. So oh, no, this wasn't you. her child's father saying, that's my baby mama. This was some random person. Well, I, I got you, but here's the thing. Had she married him, now you'd just call it an ex-wife or the ex. You'd say that's his ex. You wouldn't say baby mama. You'd say that's his ex or his ex-wife. But see, people want to do mm -hmm. stuff. People want to do stuff the way they want to do it. And they don't want to face any consequences for it. That's the problem. So my, my thing is, it's like, I'll let them battle that who out. As far as I'm concerned, make somebody face con who are you to give somebody a consequence because they didn't have their child in the way that you see fit? No, because no, you guys like to apply these respectability politics to certain institutions. This is not between me. Because you didn't have your child in the no, way. I'm in just saying, this is that. not between me and that woman. This is between her and the person who's calling her whatever she don't want to be called. So if those two are at war, then that's their fight. So yeah, that's not my problem. Should she face, to, like, what consequences should he be able to, to, to um, dole out to her? The scarlet letter. <laughs> okay. The scarlet, scarlet letter. letter Anyway, BM the scarlet letters. <laughs> I guess she got a BM on her chest because A right on her head. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Checks and balances. Uh... You a pilgrim? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my god! You just said Carla. She did not call us man in the top of the woman's head, child. Anyway, I wish I could have been a baby mama. I would have took a baby anyway. I could have got it. Okay, I wouldn't have gave a damn what nobody would have said about it, okay? With a husband, without a husband, anyway, I could have got it, I would have took it, okay? Mm. That's all I'm trying to say. But anyway, the other thing I want to say is, um, George and um, Concrete yeah. Rose, nice to finally talk to you. Uh, thank you, ladies, for allowing me on your panel. Uh, please, uh, uh, I apologize for getting a bit um, passionate. <laughs> Uh, but some of these conversations don't make no sense to me. And uh, mm -hmm. so I'm going to say... I'm very me. sorry I triggered you. And and thank Yeah, you absolutely triggered me. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I will agree with that. I'm you very, absolutely. I'm very, very sorry. Go ahead, yeah, Big Chuck. Let her finish. She's want, she want, she's um, saying that she's leaving. She wanted yeah, to get... I just want to say thank y'all. But some of the things that you are saying are very archaic and unfortunate. But anyway, ladies, you guys have a great night. This was a great conversation. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys Thank later. Thank you, Miss Olivia. Thank, Thank you for you coming up. Me. We I'm definitely you. appreciate you coming up and adding to the conversation. All right. Good night, Oracle. Don't buy any Bitcoin. Oh my gosh. Big Truck is just a troll. Um, <laughs> Did Eugene already chime in? No, girl. We always, Eugene oh. just be chilling. Or creative solutions. Okay. Um, 
Eugene, what do you, what do you have on the topic? I see I missed the argument. I, I heard y'all uh, yelling downstairs in my kitchen. Hello, how you doing, ladies? Hey, Eugene. Mm. Okay. Yo, you talk about your older women, your seven touching younger women. I want to stop asking you this. What is the older woman that the younger woman uh, encounter or come in contact with all her life? Who can answer that question? You said... Huh? Okay, an older woman that a younger woman all her life come in contact with. What do you mean all her life? What do you mean? That's like the mom. The mother. Oh, which? Which? Okay, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. It is the mother, the older woman that she knows. And, you know, I've heard all over these YouTube streets that, you know, it's the mother of all people who is causing the sabotage. And it could be in so many ways. A lot of you, this whole panel, I've already touched on some of them. Okay. So let's look at this first scenario. Okay. You have a mother who probably lived a wretched lifestyle when she was younger. And sometimes probably still live it today. That lifestyle is all she know. So it could be one of two things. She could either A, teach her daughter that lifestyle, or B, tell her nothing. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there were some who who be accountable and you know tell daughters uh, you know, don't make the same mistake they make, but you know, sometimes it's not the case. So that's just the first scenario. Second scenario, let's say a woman is married. She's not a single mother. Married married to her husband since she was like 25, but somehow feels that, you know, you know being married so young, she missed out on her, you know, her youth or what have you. She'll tell her daughter, look, enjoy your youth. Go out there, get that career and that degree and enjoy your youth. And when a younger woman enjoys that youth, you know what that actually means? Hot girl summer, being your whole phase and things of that nature. That could be another scenario. There are so many scenarios where, again, a mother, um, can be the culprit. And if they do, and, and by the way, you know, if, if not the mother, at least an older relative. Because if sometimes, you know, if it's not one of them, it could be a random older woman. And some older woman will tell them the mistakes that if they, if they do, the younger woman will give them pushback. You, you understand what I'm telling you? Let me just interject real quick, doctor. I understand, and I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. In the male community, 50% of us are telling our homeboys, man, you just need to get somebody and chill on out, bro. Or, or, or we got somebody older male in our life saying, you know, you just need to, it's about that time, man, just find somebody cool. And I don't think that's really happening for the ladies to your point, doctor. I don't think 
auntie and maybe grandma is saying it, but I don't think auntie and mom are really having those discussions. And I don't think her female friend is having those discussions. So that's really only 50% happening on the male side. I don't think women, maybe 20% because Sister George and C. Rose are here. So maybe two out of 10 women are having that conversation. The rest of them are not. And that is so true, sir. And this is one of the things I was saying, they are not communicating. They're not saying anything. Um, and if they do run across somebody who are trying to tell them the right things, most of the time they give them pushback because, you know, all those things that, you know, you know these other women would tell them or not tell them, you know, it's etched in their minds. You know, the attitude just grows with them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, I think you bring about some good points, uh, Eugene. Um, because the communication has uh dwindled between the younger generations and I I was been sitting here listening and I'm like, there's a lot there's a huge disconnect um between the younger generation and the older generation and um I think there's a lack of trust there. Um, we don't trust older women to lead us because we see what's happened to a lot of uh, things that they've had going on. We see what happened to their families and um, there a lot of their downfall. So I don't think we trust the older generation like we used to. Um, I so think, I think you bring about some good points. That's a good point too, Danny. But I think that some, uh, oftentimes too, like um, it's, some of it may be due to a lack of trust, but some of it is due to they don't seem to have lived a fulfilled life. Mama or grandma don't seem to have been, you know, happy with the choices they made and or maybe they've spoken about their regret and not being able to travel or not being able, like maybe some missed opportunities that they had. So I think some young women are taking an approach that I want to do things differently, but definitely some great points, um, Eugene um creative solutions what you got on the topic okay um can you guys hear me yes oh okay so um i guess you can say i'm the generational z or the millennial so i just wanted to say i think it's all mindset and is um i feel like it's a scarcity mindset and i feel like um nowadays people value their time more than anything so and not only that now we want to experience new things in our life we want to go travel we want to like you say own businesses we want to go to different places like we have everything that's opened up to us and, and i don't see any fault in why we can't you know delve into those realms like and you know not only that like um like be i'm gonna be honest like being a wife doesn't seem appeasing it doesn't seem attractive nowadays like give an example like what big truck just said right big truck made it seem like it's a job like it's an unfulfilled job and you're supposed to do it and it, it's not loving it's not something that the woman would want to do i feel like it's not appreciated he just said your job is to clean the house and make sure my balls are empty i'm talking <laughs> so no, but i don't want to get misquoted Okay, but that's what you said, right? I Is said that... keep his stomach full and his balls empty. All right, there you go. Like, like right. you said, that like that does not appease to us. That doesn't sound loving. 
it doesn't sound something like I want to do this every single day, right? Why would I choose that? You know, I've seen my grandmother do it. She's had like nine kids. The man left her. She has to figure out how to feed all these nine kids. And then he'll come and go. He'll go gamble. I'm not trying to do that. And I see my mother. She has four kids. She had to struggle. She's still struggling now. I'm not going to go to them and ask them for advice. Because as far as I, I know, I'm doing way better than them now. Right? So I would not go back to the past. I would say I learned from their mistakes. And they will always tell me to, you know, wait to have kids. Like, go enjoy your life and go live. You only have one life to live, right? So why would you you spend all your years serving somebody, you know, cooking and cleaning? I mean, I, I, I would do that, right? But I need to be in a fulfilled relationship, knowing that that person loves me and we're in this together. And, you know, it should be an adventure. Could I it, go ahead. So uh, what what constitutes as fulfillment? I mean, uh, there's no fulfillment through serving. I mean, you don't think the woman gets served by the man? Like, why is it only, why is it always seen as just one way? Um, Tedros and Creative Solutions, I think that is a great question. And um, I want to answer that as well. Um, nobody sees it as a joy to serve and it, every woman generally makes it sound like it's the hardest job on earth. It's unfulfilling and it's unpleasant. And I think that, and I was thinking about this over the weekend too, that a lot of women that are in long-term relationships don't really talk about a lot of the benefits until it's at the end of the relationship. And then they're running off with half the man's money, quote unquote. But I don't think um, women talk about um, how fulfilling the relationship right. is to have somebody to come home to. It doesn't have to be just you doing all the cooking and cleaning. Right. Um, sometimes those things can be outsourced and it's not um, to where the man is just leaving you with all these kids and they running all over the place and your house is disgusting and a mess and there's no order. Um, I think a, a lot of things that go into a household, a, a good functioning household, can be really, really fulfilling if you're with the right partner and you have to be with the right partner. Can I ask? Let's not forget that. Really quick, uh, Big Truck, and I'm going to let you go. If you think about it, like, we, because there's an expectation that you're content in your marriage or you're happy and things are going well, you hear people more talk about the downside of marriage as opposed to the joys. And I think on the man's side and the woman's side, it's not, um, we, we are, we're not doing enough to highlight the joys and the, and the positive side of marriage. Um, I think that, you know, people also are looking at it like it, it's something mundane or it's, it's something bondage. that, uh, exactly. Exactly, that too. Um, but I don't think that we have enough conversations surrounding the upside, the positives, especially because now there's such a bitter, um, there's such a, 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 there's so many bad connotations attached to marriage that the need uh, to have conversations about the positive outcomes of marriage, especially for women, is greater now than it's ever been. And let's not forget that operating table. Let's not forget that ICU room. Hmm. It's kind of lonely when your girlfriend can't visit you for the third time. She got to go to work and hang out with her other friends while you're there by yourself with your money. Uh, great, creative. I was going to ask you a quick question. Go ahead. You, I, I'm pretty sure you know that men tend to die early, but do you know why? 
Okay, why do men die early? Because men tend to do dangerous, difficult, and dirty jobs. Now, I'm not saying women can't work. It's just that in the very beginning, all of these other cultures pretty much understand that you need to start the family early in order for those kids to reach adult age before you do. So the whole, like, like for instance, uh, real quick, right now, I'm 40. My parents are like close to 70 or something. And mm. I am basically called upon for just about everything, all their financial matters, all of that stuff I'm taking care of, right? If you are waiting much later in life, chances are you're going to have kids who are completely irresponsible and won't be able to handle any of that stuff. So I'm not saying that you're in bondage to a man and this, that, and other. No, what I'm saying is he's out there working and doing the difficult job. You're taking care of the home. Once the kids get old enough to be adults, that's when you enter the workforce. Ask a Jewish woman, ask an Asian woman. They have that order, and but that's the why, reason why they've why got that money. To play, why do I have to play by your standards? Like, I'm why? Not say, listen, listen. Like, why saying, do I have to play listen, by your expectations? So all I'm saying is you don't have to play by my standards. I just want you to take a look at the women around you who actually have the things that you want. But because I don't you know, all these, you well, let me say this. All of these but, women keep saying, oh, I want a high-value man. I want a high-value man. You know what that translates into? That translates into you want a man who makes so much money that you don't have to do anything except go on your vacations and wear his jewelry that he bought you and this, that, and the other. So these women are actively saying it, that they want to be housewives and they don't want to have to do the grind. But I'm saying you can't have it both ways. I don't know what universe you live in, but in my universe, I can have it both ways. But universe? Big Trust Series, I want to—I gotta call you out because I've seen you talk on many panels. Thank you. And I remember how you had a girlfriend, I believe, for about ten years, Which and one? and you and you uh -oh. got her a job. Right? Was it the black one? Wait, oh yeah, the black yes, one. Wait, yeah. Yes, you, she, you got her a job, and then she quit her job and she stayed home, and you broke up with her. But essentially, yep. now you on this panel talking uh -oh. about you want a woman to be at home. Cooking and cleaning, so I just had Being to call you out. Well, I got, well, hold on, hold on, and, and let right, me because that was the right. truck story. You're good, right, good let job, creator. You're right, you're right. Let me respond to that. I got her a job, and had she kept, had she stayed on the job, and it wasn't, it wasn't even that difficult a job. Had she stayed on it during the pandemic, she would have been making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. She quit it before she hit eighty five. But let me let me just say this. Let me just say this. My uh -oh. problem was these that men all, don't know what they hold on, want. hold on. All she wanted to do, all she wanted to do, I swear to God, all she wanted to do was stay home and watch television. We're not talking about the children and she's taking care of children. No, all she wanted to do was stay and watch television, and then she'd visit her parents, and she'd go over there, and they'd just sit down and watch these fucking soap operas, and they'd just talk. And that was all they would do. She wasn't raising nothing. She was, and then, and then she was putting off, by the way, she was putting off having children. I was like, you know what? This is a waste of my time. And, it took and, you 10 years to discover that? No, it didn't take 10 years. Oh, honestly, no, 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 it didn't. Listen, wow, you was the with the woman for 10 years. You didn't she, took all no, her no, good no. years she away? Has the time span, she has the time span wrong. Oh. I wasn't with her for 10 years. It was only oh. like two or three or something. Two or three. Mm. Yeah, you got the time span wrong. 
Wait, could I chime in? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, so creative. Uh, she didn't get a chance to answer the question. So, what what constitutes fulfillment, and um, what what why why do you look at um serving the man as like why can't that be fulfilling? I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but like you know, I just gave an example what Big Truck just said, uh, and you don't know. I don't know how these these men could be kind of control. I'm not saying all men. But they, they feel like you should not talk. You shouldn't say anything. You don't have a mind of your own. Like your feelings are invalidated. And he just said a woman's job is what? To keep his nuts empty and his stomach full. <laughs> yes, that's exactly and what why, I said. Why would a woman wait, wait a sign second. up for that? Any why? woman. No, no, no. But who, there's a reason. No, hold on. Hold on. The other part of that. Love themselves, but, why would but, they no, sign up? That's the not other part of that. Not sexy and talk, let her finish. It's not romantic. Yeah. It's not yeah, loving. No, but creative. The other part of that is that the guy's out there doing those dangerous, dirty, and difficult jobs, and he's bringing home the bacon. And you are there at home when he's bringing it home, and you don't have to work that hard. Why don't you take a look at one of these other cultures that has all of the stuff that you want and has all of the wealth that you don't have and ask them how do they do it so they can tell you the same thing I'm telling you. Okay, so could I just... All right, so... Um... Big truck says, you know, lick my balls, keep them, keep them, keep them <laughs> I didn't empty. Say that. Oh, Lord. Okay. Lick my balls, keep them empty. Okay. So, but, but, but you could also look at it as, hey, it's the man's job to keep giving woman nuts, give her, let her, she gets nuts and uh, other benefits. Huh? You know, she, she gets, what? she gets off. Like, oh, he's the one. I, the, the issue though is what you guys are missing is when big, like big truck, uh, when he was talking about, you know, marriage, he highlighted, he was centering it around him and his needs. He didn't highlight, oh, and I will also, and she benefits in this way. He literally said he was centering himself around uh, you know, what marriage is about as opposed to it being beneficial to both parties. But see, Rose, didn't I say oh that God. you bring, as a man, no, 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 see, Rose, I said as a man, you bring home the bacon, and when she wants something, like, just like what's this creative's talking about going on these vacations, mm -hmm. didn't I just take my chick to Maldives? Well, guess what? You wanted to go on vacation, I took you to Maldives. All you had to do was feed me and fuck me, and that was it. Oh, gosh. I don't think you understand. I think women, we don't see the romance. We don't see the love. We don't see nothing like that. I want you to be with me because you want to, not because okay. it's your job. I want to be you with you, but you're giving me a hard time. Like, I want to be with you, but you're giving me a hard time. Could I ask a question? Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Before you get to your question, I, I'm a very romantic guy, extremely. So, <laughs> here, so here's what you got to understand, though, is that Romance is not servitude. It's not. It, it, it is a willingness to want to do those things because you as a guy get some type of enjoyment from seeing her reaction, her smile, even when you're, even when you're, even when your defeated male friends are calling you simp because their life isn't filled with romance and happiness. So when you as a lady don't appreciate, keyword, appreciate that I'm going against my unhappy friends, I'm going against a lot of other things, then you're not really trying to get romance and love. You're trying to get servitude. 
I'm not saying you are. I'm saying when women don't have that level of appreciation, when you hear Danny talk about this guy she has found and how the old her is nothing close to who she is with curling, that's appreciation. Many women have not reached that level, but they talk like they have. Listen, a lot of women will do that. If, if a man treats them as such, you will see things move and change. But you you guys get on the internet, you expect all of this, you you dog her out, and you I don't know. I don't know any woman who would sign up for this. I don't I don't think creative that's that's not true. I think Danny herself will tell you a lot of women, well, maybe even C Rowe, a lot of women have halfway decent, if not great dudes. They don't have that level of empathy or appreciation because they grew up, this goes back to uh, a, a doctor's point. They grew up thinking that guys are supposed to do, be do boys. It takes a while for a woman to see a guy as an equal human being deserving of equal respect because the urban community is not like the middle class. I'm, I'm an elitist. I'm, I'm, I'm middle class and upper class. Okay. Middle class, middle class and upper class constantly teaches their blacks levels of appreciation. When you are straight urban, you don't know that crap. You think everybody owe you. But go ahead, creator. I, I'm not saying that. I, I um, you know, I climbed the ladder. I'm there with you. I, I feel the same way you feel. But I, you know, when I go out on dates and I see these men, like they expect you to do all of these things and they can't even, you know, pay the bill. They can't even be nice to you. They can't even compliment you. They don't even buy you flowers. They don't do any of those things. So like, can I ask the question? I do That's think it. that the culture is shifting around dating. So I understand what Mr. Research is saying, but um, the creative has a point. Like, I think that a lot of guys are listening to these podcasts and they're applying what's being said inappropriately. Like we've seen like viral videos where men are literally leaving a woman because she don't want to sleep with them or I ain't giving you a ride home or talking slick to them or I ain't paying for dinner um, because you don't want to sleep with me or, you know, like literally I think that men now have are on guard as it relates to women using them for what they have. But I think that they're, they are essentially trying to bypass the whole process of courting. And it's like, okay, I bought you a meal, you owe me, and I'm expecting you to, uh, you know, deliver on it. And if not, you might, you're at risk of being left and something happening to you being put out of somebody's car, etc. I think that the culture the dating culture is changing drastically. And there seems to be a major influence from podcasters. So could, I, so could I ask a question? Um, all right. So y'all don't think um, there is a servitude and practical aspect to relationships? I mean, I mean, yeah, we talk about this romance that that is important, but I mean, the the the, the practical side of it that's important as well. I mean, like like what do you say? I feel like women like we yeah, we dress up, we look nice, we're pretty, we're feminine. Some women even go half on half on dates. So I like uh, no, I, no, no, like, no. But, but look, what I'm saying is, so, so you mentioned about you don't want to have to serve a man and all this type of stuff, and men are dogging out women, and you you need romance. You need romance for a relationship. 
yes, romance is important, but I'm saying, what about the practical, organizational, strategic aspect of, of marriage and relationships? This, this is what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean? Like, do you want a woman to cook for you? Is that wait, what you wait, want? Wait, wait, wait. I think he's talking about, um, okay, when you're married, certain things that you'll do to, together that will cause wins for your relationship. Um, maybe you told your husband to buy some stocks and he bought the stocks and y'all came up quite a few dollars and y'all were able to to do whatever or yeah. reinvest the money. Um, or or, or and, your are you talking about practical everyday stuff? Uh, well, well, we'll just, we'll just look like, like big truck. Okay. Regardless of maybe some of the stuff you don't agree with, I don't agree with everything he's saying, but, but what he mentioned about other cultures, they see, they move more practically. I'm sorry, yep. no disrespect. And you know, other cultures respect their wives. You know, I'm taking a class right wait, now. Wait a and this, this guy, this, this, he's white, this white guy is taking a class in fashion so he could learn more about what his wife does and her hobbies. He's LGBT. Oh, okay. All no, right. he's not. <laughs> there we go. See, there we go. I just gave an example. There we go. Okay, but creative. That that's not okay. I, I mean, there there's black men who who have who help fund their wives' businesses. I mean, like that's not unique to. Yeah, but you don't see that every day. You hardly see that. I feel like women give more to these men nowadays. Like, come on. Look, this is what I'm saying. I think it really depends on who you end up with. Um, yeah. Your your relationship has. You know, you you get to negotiate your relationship okay. however you want to negotiate your relationship. Um, once you get past all the deal breakers, um, thing things do tend to get easier. You know what I I'm agree. saying? I agree, Danny. Like, yeah. your relationship should be tailored to what works for you and your partner. Like, yeah, there are. I understand what she's saying. She's, you know speaking about it from the dating right. aspect and getting to that point of a relationship or the point where you establish a relationship. But I do think Danny has a great point in that um, your relationship is going to be something that works for you because you have the wonderful ability to structure it in the way that works for you. And, and, and you know, shout out to uh, uh, Danny and her new book, How I Used to Hate Black Men Before Black I Men Fall in Love. Just... Uh, shout out to the Danny. You wrote a book. <laughs> okay, look, I just want to say something. I just want to say something. Can I say something? Sure. Okay, so so look, look, Miss Creative. This is no disrespect, but some of what you're saying, I feel like, is a bullshit deflection <laughs> argument. Okay, simply because some of these things can't be quantified. Oh, this guy from a class took he took a class. So we can help. He him did. Work. I am so serious. No, Miss Creative, I'm, I'm not, not denying that. Send it to you. I'm not denying your experience. I'm saying mm -hmm. these are things that we can quantify. This is your experience versus my experience. Okay, I've had bad experience. Like, this is not something we can quantify. I'm saying that there's a practical aspect, strategic aspect of saying, hey, yes, I'm, I need to lock down someone man, from man or woman. Okay, it's, it's practical. Other cultures do it. They pull their resources. They're more strategic about these things. Black people are very symbolically driven. We're, we like we, we look at the imagery of every fucking thing. It's not about planning and or we are not we are not strategic people. We're not. We're very impractical. It's about how the fuck we feel about this. How about the fuck we feel about that? Where's the goddamn strategy? There isn't any. And that's what no, I've been saying. There, can be. no there can be a strategy if you find somebody who you you love and you can partner with. 
I, and you guys get married first, I think you guys can build together. I wouldn't advise building with someone if you're just, you know, dating. That's... In other words, no strategy at all. Thank you. I'm just being honest. I wouldn't. But I would y'all don't get to beat up on her. Um, y'all don't get to beat up on her because the, what she's coming across, and apparently, um, she's not coming across a lot of men that are strategic that would be able to be reciprocal to her. Um, and that that goes on both ends. Um, right now we're creating a culture of pump and dump, and everybody's basically trying to take you to Starbucks and then fuck. Uh, so she's not wrong about everything she's saying either um and it's a breakdown of the entire culture not just the women well since the George, you know I there don't... are content creators promoting that very um style of dating pumping and dumping lying to women to get what you want literally manipulating women into giving you the draws there are content creators in this space right now who promote that i don't agree with pump and dump at all but you have to admit this situation has gotten to the point where men do not trust women. One thing you got to understand about men is men have evolved over the last two million years to be hunter gatherers. We go out, we hunt, we gather, we bring the shit back home. Now, when we go out and hunt and find a woman, bring her back home. What we're not expecting is for her to cheat or we're not expecting her to go out and get a job and not show back up because she's with our work husband. So the thing about it is we are hunter gatherers and there's certain levels of nonsense that we just can't tolerate. You got to have a home to bring them back to, though. Well, I got houses, so I'm not worried about me. I'm just saying most of these dudes well, I'm out not, here, I'm not, they've, I'm been, not directing they've been it. babied. But all I'm saying is these dudes have been babied by their mothers and their girlfriends. They're sitting on their ass in their drawers playing PlayStation 5. And, I, and the sad thing is you almost can't blame them because they didn't have fathers to teach them how to be men because their mothers didn't let their fathers stay around. Uh, that's not that's brother. That's not that's not every single woman, bro. Listen, man. I'm not saying it's every single one. I, 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 right. I know. I, I I honestly don't even think it's it's most women. Let me tell you something, bro. Uh, man to man, I'm honest. I am sick and tired of hearing these men. And you know, uh, I posted in the chat. I I would venture to guess you guys are at least in your thirties, forties. 50s okay and I, I think i'm assuming you with the woman congratulations but a lot of these men middle-aged men is talking like 18 year old boys and because it's getting tired let me finish let me finish bro let me finish all right and it's it's, it's getting old there where is the evolution I, I almost threw up on threw up on myself when somebody asked this woman on here what is what is her uh uh what was her plan or something like this is crazy I mean, what what do you you guys sit up here and want these women to behave and act a certain way? And I've always maintained, but we gotta set the example as men, bro. We gotta set the example, okay? Even when you sit here and say, "Oh, well, you know, uh, 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 the, 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 these women are raising these guys, you know, the PlayStation and stuff." Like, you're right, you're right. Where's the fathers? Where's the daddies, Mr. Kenneth? But but that's my whole point. Even even if hold, hold on, I'm sorry. There's one more, one last thing. Even if these women is fighting them tooth and nail to not see their child, take her to court. Yeah, they do take, take them to the court. court. They lose. That's a lie. That's a yeah. We lie. yeah we that's we know lie. better than that. Kenneth, that's actually not a lie. Thank you. No, um, no, thank you. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I disagree. No, 
Go ahead. Okay, and I'll let you I'll let you speak after I uh, make my point. Um overwhelmingly, um women are able to get custody custody of their children um overwhelmingly um and they don't even necessarily have to be great parents. Um, and it's just is what it is. And it's been like that for a long time. Um, men yeah. um, have to go through the ringer to really prove that the woman is an unfit mother um, before they can get custody. And sometimes that's hard to do. Um, and it's overwhelming. It's been like that. That's the system. I think that's part mm. of the reason uh, for mm. the mental sphere in itself. But thank you. Okay. If I could, if I could respond to that, um, I'm not even so much talking about custody, but what the brother said was made it seem like the man is just flat out not there. And I find it hard. Well, I just don't believe that if you as a man want to be in your child's life, and I'm not going to sit here and say that these women ain't off the chain and a lot of the stuff that they do. But I'm just saying as a man, I guess I just come from the standpoint of, you know, when it is it, our shit tight and right. That that that's what I'm saying. You know, we, even we gotta... if a man shit is tight and right, and you're dealing with somebody that's bitter and disgruntled, and will do any and everything to keep you away from your child, um, I also don't feel like your custody, a woman's custody, should be weaponized against the man. Like you're she... right, it should it shouldn't be. Yeah. I 100% I totally agree. But the point, but the fact of the matter is, a lot of these guys are not are not even interested. At least, at least, at least from again, I'm talking about, you know, what I'm watching on these shows and, and I got to get away from it because it's frustrating because I'm like I said, I'm watching these men and all day, all freaking day. That's all they talk about is dating women, dating women, dating women, dating women. Then, then they then they move. Then they move over. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, these other races of women are better. Than, OK, cool. Like I said, I'm not against it. You think you can find a better race of women? Do your thing, but but man, I want to start seeing some marriages here. When we going to start seeing some results? That's what I want to see. When I'm going to see some results from you going all I, I mean, I don't like to get in people's business, but the fact of the matter is, if these women are so bad, stop messing with them because y'all ain't gonna stop that. Stop messing with them. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. All right. So, um, so you said uh, we need to lead by example. So, could you just? Just give me a couple examples where you feel uh, the men are, are lacking. Um, can you honestly say that the black male population as a whole is com is competing against other races of men? No. Wait, well, wait, there you go. Wait, no, there no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. What what context specifically are we talking about? Okay. You pick. You pick whatever context you want. I think he made his point. I mean, really and truly, like uh, Tedros, your question seemed to be. I'm assuming you wanted him to answer in respect to black, like comparing black men to black women. But your competition should not be black women. No, no, black men about, in comparison to other races. No, there no, is. No area of there are areas of opportunity this is not about uh com competing against black women that's that's not what i'm i'm saying okay i'm saying you know you're saying we need to lead by example i'm not talking yeah. about comparison to other races that's not i'm saying how do we need to lead by example you're saying oh well how do we compete with other men that that's not that's not relevant to my question i'm saying how do we how, how what are what are you saying in particular we're not leading by example I'm I'm saying we have to set an example in re, in relation to how men, not just black men, men are supposed to treat their families, treat their women, treat their community, everything. 
Okay. I don't feel I don't feel we do. There's not enough of us that do it. And unfortunately, the ones that are capable seem like they don't want to do it. They want to spend all day talking about pumping and dumping. Okay. So, um, all right. So I, I love bringing up this statistic. All right. So, uh, let me hear it. Now, 80% of black children are born out of wedlock. Okay. To a minor, by to a minority of the men. Okay. You can't okay. honestly say that's a man problem. If it's What's 20, the minority of the men, you're you're 20, touting 20, an incomplete statistic because you 20, guys like to say that. And when you say that, just know that that also includes black children that are born to non-black women. Okay, but that's not. But, but that that's not. No, go, no, 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 no. Go, it's go, black go, children. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Finish okay, your finish so, your statistic. So it's born so to. It's between. I've heard this in different estimates. Sixteen to twenty percent of the men are producing eighty percent of the kids out of wedlock. That's a lie. What? What? No, no, could no, you no. please drop your um, data for that or any supporting do um, docs you have for that? Because right. that's a lie. While he's no, getting no, no, his I, data, no, I, I used what? to think it was a lie. I, I looked it up. Okay. While you're getting the data, I just want to say what C Rose said a minute ago. I just want to expand on that. C Rose said. Black men are competing with black women. Black men. That's are not competing. what I said. I said that Tedros uh, thought that his response would be in relation to black men and compare comparing black men with black women. I didn't say black men were competing with black women. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said that, but I'll tell you what. I'm going to interject that then. Black men are competing with black women, and I'll take it a step further. The competition has gotten so stiff at this point; it's war. No, 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 wait, 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 hold on. No, 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 wait, wait. We're we're getting off the subject. No, I want to focus on this thing about black men aren't aren't leading by example. Listen, because I used to say this type of stuff all the time, and it's not it's not true. Okay, it's it's not true. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. I, do think, I do think black men are underperforming in certain ways. I don't deny that. I complain Most about I, I complain about rap and 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 playing fucking basketball all day and all this other bullshit. Okay, yes, we are underperforming in that sense. But when it comes to this stuff about <laughs> deadbeat dads and all this bullshit or or we're leaving our kids i am not going to accept that at all i do not i reject that completely okay i'm sorry compared to other demographics of women i'm sorry black women are extremely degenerate i'm sorry you can't find another video online of, of women talking Brother, hold on, they, they prefer drug dealers and scammers over working men that is it's okay uh, okay you know what fine fine that's your argument. Cool. I've heard it a lot. I don't necessarily disagree with it. There's a lot of black women who make bad decisions when it comes to the men that they're with. I agree. <laughs> Let me say this, though. Understand, bro. Unless these men are celibate and they ain't messing with no women, my issue with these men is, okay, well, wherever you're going to go, whatever woman you're going to get with, why are you not settling them down so then you can go back to these half-assed women that you say is messing up and say well look what we doing okay look i'm putting I, we putting these women in nice houses and we and we building up all these businesses show me the you know, I, there are some black communities i know prince george county ladera heights you know stuff like that i you want to right. see I I, I, uh okay cool uh, i want to see i want to see predominantly black areas where men can say we running the businesses we not in and out of jail we uh, uh 80 to 90 percent are married i'm wait, talking wait, about marriage are in jail wait 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 you're missing 
listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying that all black men are jail. I know that all black men are not in jail. I've never been to jail. I've never even had handcuffs on. Nobody I'm not on saying this panel has been to jail. I'm sorry. Nobody on this panel has been to jail. I don't even know. I don't even know oh, because I'm not because, I have. Because never mind. You, never mind. Because, because <laughs> everybody on this panel, everybody on this panel is not the is, is well, in particular the males is is not all black males, bro. So I'm I'm making a general assessment here. You ask you ask me what is the benchmark, and I'm trying to tell you this is the benchmark where I would like to be able to go back to. If you say there's a war, and I don't necessarily disagree, but when you sit, I'm talking as a black man, because at least for me, whenever I'm going to stand up against somebody, I like to make sure that my shit is tight and right, and you can't say nothing about me. You can't, and unfortunately, bro, we see it every day. Again, listen to these men. A lot of the complaints that these women are lobbying against, even not even the Pookies and Red Rays. I am, I, I am not pro nigga. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But a lot of the issues, <clears throat> excuse me, that these women are lobbying. I listen to these men. They don't sound like they're all, you know, they have, you know, selling drugs or hanging out or whatever. But when I listen to these men, and every single conversation is centering around dating. <laughs> and who you having sex with? And how many women, brother? I'm almost fifty years old. I've been with my wife for almost thirty years. Black woman. I was having a conversation when I was sixteen. I don't have those conversations anymore. Let me you say it in a different way, Ken. Huh? Let, let, let me say it in a different way. What Ken is trying to say is, let's take women out of it for just a second. Can the black son that was just born thirteen years ago rely on the black community to bring him forward? The same way exactly. the Latin, the way nope. the, the black way, men, the same way the Latin son can rely on, on the Latin community. The same way the Jewish community, because to Ken's point, it's been twelve years now on the internet complaining about chicks. Chicks don't matter that much. Right now, what's happening in the Chinese community? I'm going to do a video about it in the next couple of days. The Chinese <laughs> community is reeling with now. Get this talking about Chinese hate, but videos are popping up of Chinese men beating the brakes off of Chinese women in public on camera. Wow. They don't know, they don't know yeah, how to respond. Dude, that's always happening. That's I, always I know, happening. I know, I know but, 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 but very rarely does it make it on white, white news to where white people are now confused. Is this Chinese hate? What do we say about this? My point is to, to Ken's point, not getting away from Ken's point, even though the men are off code like that for that particular video, there is still an infrastructure for the son or the daughter who was born a couple of years ago to fall into. Ken's point is they don't, we as black guys are talking about these chicks and dating on, on every level. That's that's Ken's point that I agree with, but go ahead. That, um, and that, and that's all it is. Let me, let, hold on, let me, let, me give you, let me give you a prime example of what I'm talking about, okay? Now, I I I'll follow. I, I what's your name? See you later. Now, I mean, you, <laughs> every time I, I I guess I miss you because you you change you change your channels, right? I've been following this Mr. brother for research. about, huh? Mister Research. I know, but I've been I've but before on here is something different. But oh, I yeah, recognize his voice. Not sure. He knew yeah, me when so I had I, a way bigger channel. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember. I think you had a channel where it was like thousands of people, right? And yeah, I followed yeah, you. Yeah, you. I mean, I remember, and and um, I remember that when you was doing the shows with the shits, 
you got a lot of support but you also had shows where you was talking about money moves for men and you and you didn't get the same kind of you know viewership nobody does nobody does why that's the point bro it's because it's because we're attracted to dick pussy conversations and when it comes to relationships that's all these people want to hear about they don't want to hear about money let let me uh read the super chats really quick and we actually gonna have to shut it down yeah we've been on here three hours yeah, uh, I know you yeah. don't like to hear men really? complain. No, no, no. Y'all can complain, but y'all got to no, do it. I wasn't earlier. talking about you. I was talking oh. about the dude. He says he doesn't want to hear us complaining about relationships. Let me read the no. super chats real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and get final comments. So uh, KP from KC says, I lead and protect my wife and children only. No other, he says. Um, and then, oh, sorry. No, we had oh could you imagine if if man beat his wife the idp expressions network says what culture are we prescribed to you can't have a productive community when the people don't want boundaries of a culture and that is a good point and i would agree um yeah i think that was it um all right so we'll go ahead and start the process for final comments uh and tedros we'll start with you what are your final comments on the overall conversation um so uh okay so i gotta specifically talk about the sabotaging no anything whatever (laughs) whatever you want any any part of the conversation that we've discussed so far whatever you want to say in closing essentially all right I can understand the sentiment of um, Mr. Kenneth concerned that this conversation is not evolving. Okay. I can appreciate that, but we also got to remember relationships and dating health and fitness and money are probably the three biggest categories that uh, attract viewers. And that's just what it is. Okay. Now in our space, it just, tends to be a lot of overlap with the quote unquote gender war. Okay. But it's not unreasonable that this is a, a perpetual conversation because it's one of the biggest topics that just, it just is what it is. Okay. Now my, my mo now the thing that I want to drive home, that's most important. And actually I've always been talking about this, even whatever, almost two years ago when I first started coming to y'all channel, I've always emphasized that the normalization of baby mama culture is is at, is at the core of most black dysfunction if you really really look in my opinion okay so mr research mentioned that hey where's the infrastructure for the 13 year old boy okay that's that's a good question okay but at the same time how how are you supposed to have an infrastructure when you got struggling baby mamas all over the place i mean when you look at the inner city or some of these poor places what is it comprised of it's not comprised of not to toot my home but it's not comprised of a tedros tedros owns his own home Ted, tedros has his own business okay like the, the 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 hood is not comprised of men like this okay it's comprised of moms okay with a bunch of kids and they struggling and 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 young men who 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 don't know how to grow up and it's just the cycle perpetuates itself how long how long you been married tedros i'm not married how old are you bro uh 30. continue okay 
Well, what's up? No, I, I think you just want to know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying, how are you supposed to build a community if you got struggling baby mamas all over the place? Like, so uh, to me, that's the, I mean, before anything else, before you address anything else, before you say anything about, oh, uh, you know, um, I, I mean, if you if you can't if you can't even get a, a, a family together, what else is there to talk about? OK, I'm sorry. No other culture has this. This this baby mama shit all over the place. And I'm not necessarily against out of wedlock children, but again, it comes back to lack of organization, lack of strategy, lack of planning. This is something our culture lacks. I'm talking about black Americans specifically. I'm not talking about like Africans and like that. I'm talking about black Americans. Okay, we are driven by symbolism and imagery. Okay. Miss Creative's talking about taking trips and all that. Like, she ain't thinking about no family or, hey, if I have a husband, I have someone else to fall back on. It's all about, oh, well, servitude. All of them think they're the the the, the bride in the beginning of coming to America. Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? The black man never treated black, as a collective, we ain't never treated black women like that. Try to make her hop up and down on, on her leg. Come on now, stop the bullshit. That's bullshit. But if you can't get a family together, you can't do shit. And that's just the bottom line. Nothing like, you know. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. None Let of me go next so I can drop down. All right, um, I'm, I'm done. Uh, thank you, Tedros. We appreciate your contribution and your passion surrounding the topic. Thank, thank yeah, you. Just good stuff. Don't go nowhere, Court. Don't go nowhere. So so let me say this real quick, and I'll, I'll drop down for, for for my final thoughts. So you asked the question. It's a very good question. I'm gonna give you the answer. Over five years, maybe maybe six, Mr. Research gave about 12 G's to the men's right program for laws getting changed in California, Tennessee, and Chicago. We changed the uh, father of record laws. I don't even have kids. But I wanted to affect the community, maybe not for court, Tedros, but maybe Tedros' son. The problem is we don't have enough dudes who can get beyond talking on a mic to affect change against the women that they're talking about. Let me say it one more time. We don't have enough dudes who are going to take some of that, look how much I'm making, look how, how big my house is, to cripple the women in law that they're complaining. I'm harder on women than virtually every dude I, I, I meet because I don't care to the level that a lot of dudes care. I don't care to talk about it. I care to put some dollars behind it and kill that Ronald Reagan law that he created in 69. Kill that other Ronald Reagan law that he created in 1985. All the stuff that guys complain about, they're not putting no dollars toward, Tedros. Dudes are just sitting back, contributing nothing, say, let me be free, like on Amistad. Treat me fairly. No, no, you guys got to be like the Chinese and the Arabs. Put your money together at your next Black Manosphere conference and put together a hundred thousand, get a lobbyist, and do what the Native Americans did and change the child support system. Back in Man. March, back in March of this year, the Native Americans from Oklahoma to Oregon say you cannot Congress, and they passed it in Congress, not even the House. I mean, in a in in the Senate, not even the House. You cannot address none of our Native American people from Oregon to Oklahoma about any child care issue. They go through our Native American man created child support system. Where is that infrastructure? And then when a person like me talks like that, 
here come all these internet dudes who are secretly living with their baby mama, but in the corner of the house talking about women all day. It's the same thing when we saw Tommy uh, Sotomayor's house, how it's only one section that he really lives at and the rest of the house is empty. We're playing games at this point. I understand these women are off code. I talk about it. I've been saying it. Ken just said it. Man, I've been saying this since 2006. Women are off code. But even the greater off code is I can't get dudes on code. Dudes can't. Dudes have fallen in love with talking. Look at look at MGTOW, and please don't get triggered, uh, universe. Look at MGTOW, created by a black dude, black Caribbean dude, yet most of those dudes are walking around to this day thinking that white guys created it. And for those white guys who uh, are talking in those circles, why is MGTOW not saying, hey, fellas, all you got to do is start speaking against your white uh, uh, Robert Kings and your white Mitch McConnells who keep this stuff going on. Yeah, women are off code, fellas. But it's a white man protecting her off coldness in the Senate. Look at and, and look, I'm going I'm, to I'm give MGTOW as a whole a great thing to chew on. In Minnesota, white man right now trying to pass a law in the, in, in, in the Minnesota Supreme Court. And what you don't know, if he passes it, it's going to go East Coast wide. The same way if he passed it in Texas or New York, it would go East Coast wide. It wouldn't be state to state. So what he's trying to say is if Sister George is is drinking with Al and Sister George is buying her own drinks and Sister George, uh, uh, well, well let, me, let me not use Sister George, uh, 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 Fetty, uh, uh, Fela, uh, uh, Felicia, if Felicia is buying her own drinks, and she's chilling chill, chilling with a guy, Charles. Charles buying his own drinks. Felicia is drinking her own drinks. And they go have sex like so many people do in college. This white man is trying to create a law, and I wish MGTOW would talk about it, about how he's going to only criminally penalize the man if this woman decides to have a morning regret. She, he didn't put no drinks down her throat. He didn't buy no drinks, none of that. He's trying to pass a law for that. That's a white man trying to pass a law because he feared for his daughters. Wow. wow. Guys got to get on that level. And, and, and this is the infrastructure that Ken is talking about. We don't, we're not even having these political conversations. We at the point of these chicks, these chicks. Look, I'm a former pimp. I'll put a chick in place. Chicks do not matter to me. They just don't. But the manosphere makes them popular by talking about them for 12 years. And I'm going to pass the mic. Thank you, Mr. Research. Definitely appreciate your contribution to the conversation as well. Um, I'm sure um, there are going to be some final comments in reference to uh, the mic that you just dropped and the comments that you just left um, as we make our way down the panel. So I'll go ahead and start with MGTOW Universe and then we'll go ahead and Kenneth and we'll let you jump in. Oh boy, this conversation again. Uh, so another, it's been another three and a half hours of a SYSBM advertisement. Thank you all, Sister George. Thank you, C. Rose. I greatly appreciate it. As we talked about before with this uh, fighting for yourself in that like we did in the interview, the reason why MGTOW do not get involved with laws uh, is because 
well, one, we don't care about a future that we don't exist in. And two, we know people don't care about what men want, let alone the female majority voting base, let alone, even if you had the lobbying dollars back behind a politician, what do you think, what do you think that politician is going to do the moment when uh, the opposition is going to say, well, the SPLC has declared MGTOW, has declared MRAs, has declared SYSBM as a hate group. What do you think that politician is going to do? What do you think the voters is going to do? That's why that's why MGTOWs don't say, talk to your representative. We are way past that point. Way past that point. Second of all, um, I agree with Big Truck 1 billion percent. When you do not have checks and balances for both men and women, uh, things get out of order very quickly. Um, and if a man is putting his life in danger uh, to provide for his family and the wife thinks it's cumbersome or if it's slavery or if it's oppression or if it's subjugation to, quote unquote, uh, keep his belly full and his balls empty, cut that bitch loose. I'm done. Y'all have a good night. Oh, okay. MGTOW Universe. Um, thank you. The red pill rage is real. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> MGTOW Universe don't usually go in like that. You see what y'all <laughs> did? Um, Kenneth, what are your final comments, brother? Yeah, you know, first let me start by saying, you know, I'm a black man. I'm definitely pro-black man. Um, you know, I just want to see us do better for ourselves. And, you know, it starts it starts and ends with us. We need our women's support. But like, I mean, I, I'm a father. You know, I love my kids. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I was telling my daughter uh, yesterday, um, I have two grandkids now. And I was saying that, you know, the important three things you got to do. You got to keep your word with your kids. Keep your word. Right. Set an example and be consistent. You know, those things. And, 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 that, and I say that because as parents, you're a, you're a leader. And, and that's the important part about being a leader. You know, th those three things, at least in my opinion, if we want to be leaders in our community, we got to we got to start by doing these things like like what I don't see. See, you know, I know Mr. Research, but I can see you later. I think that's his name or something like that. But I'm going to call him Mr. Research. <laughs> But we, I just feel like we got to set an example. And like I said, I'm not against men. I'm not against women. I do feel women need to, you know, uh, if it's, if there's anything I can say that women need to do to me, definitely do a better job picking the men, you know, that they're messing with. But after that, I got to put it back all on the men. You know, we, we got to do a better job of, um, of, of being able to say, hey, we're, and yeah, I do feel we should be competing with other races, man. I don't care. We do. You know, I'm a, I'm a competitive man. Uh, uh, if I see, you know, uh, I, I hate having these kind of conversations where I can go into, you know, with business partners, you know, in a predominantly Indian community and their houses is all nice and everything like that. And, you know, I go into predominantly Korean or Chinese or whatever. And I and, you know, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. I would love to be able to say I can. I know there are some some areas like that, you know, but there's just not enough, and something needs to be done about that. And it's not sitting up here talking about women all day, you know. And I always, I've always felt like you put yourself as men, you put yourself in a position 
to do what needs to be done and the women will fall in will fall in line if they don't then you know you just run over them not run over them literally but you know you just find the women at will mm. you know so uh i appreciate the time sister george i'm a big fan of yours my first time coming on the, on your platform i enjoy oh, your platform thank you. and uh uh i don't see your uh your cash app anywhere but it's the um, breakdown the breakdown uh wait wait hold up that's not a problem you know <laughs> get that information to you you know uh matter of fact i got it on a banner somewhere yeah mm. Cash oh, there it is. There you go. The breakdown, the break, uh, dollar sign, the breakdown, twenty twenty. There you go. So, is this like a cold, a cold thing with you, Sister George, and uh, Rose? The breakdown, or yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yep. Well, then, Rose, uh, do you have one too? Rose, the no, breakdown. No, no, we, we work together. We, we work together. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. Well, yeah, like I appreciate you letting me on. Like I said, you know, I am not against men. Uh, uh I started out you know, with obsidian and, you know, and I don't still necessarily disagree with things that, that women need to do. But all I'm saying is, you know, it's getting to me, it's getting old. I mean, I, I remember looking at myself, I got, you know, my beard, a lot of grays in my beard. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of these men are in the same situation. I'm like, why are you guys still on here talking about dating women? You guys are too damn old for this stuff. Mm. You know, as, as this one last thing I want to say, you know, what does it say in the scriptures? Uh, you know, when I was a child, I thought of the child, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you get older, you put away childish things. <laughs> we got, we got, we got a men, we got to grow up. All we right. got, we got to grow up and, and, you know, and, and change, change the game. We can do it. So, all right, y'all, you have a nice night. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Big, Big trucker. Truck. Big trucker. Oh my bad. Um, what? <laughs> Big truck. Where's the ER? Is there an ER at the end of that? I'm just messing with you. What What are your final thoughts on the topic? Oh my! Wow, we 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 went in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. Well, the bottom line, the bottom line is, I, I'm going to revert to what I said earlier. First of all, you have no order in this community whatsoever, and as long as you got no order. People in this community are going to keep on looking outside at these other people who have who always seem to have more than we have, and constantly are going to wonder why is it that they got so much more than us? Why is it that their kids aren't starting with the same handicaps that our kids are always starting with? Why is it that they've always got money? Why is it that they've always got houses? They always have better neighborhoods. You know, at a certain point, it's just, it's it's pathetic. It's just, at a certain point, it, it sounds like jealousy. At a certain point, it just sounds like just self-loathing and just complaining and complaining and complaining. And, you know, just like your man just said on here, he said, oh, yeah, I'm tired of hearing men complain. My thing is, it's like, you know that that's what they're going to do every single time one of these conversations lights up. So if you're going to expose yourself to that, then you basically have to expect that that's what you're going to hear. But the point is, it's not that I, I look beyond the fact that people are complaining. Look at what they're complaining about, and they're complaining about the same thing. So that must mean that many of them are having some kind of similar experience. The bottom line is, these men cannot control these women. And they're not getting out of these women what they want to get out of them. And these men, you, you're, you're talking about pump and dump. First of all, if 
the men weren't worried that these women were going to walk out the door and take half their shit with them, then that wouldn't be an issue. But basically what you're speaking up against is you're speaking up against somebody who's openly telling you you'll never be able to control these women. They can leave you at any time and they can take all half your shit with them when they leave. So if you're going to come out of a relationship in bad faith like that and these other cultures, these Hispanics, these Jews, these Asians, they're going into most of their relationships and they're not doing that. Now, I will say in America, that's kind of changing because a lot of these women are becoming just as undesirable as your typical white or black American woman. In their country, they keep their, y'all talking about, you know, the Chinese men beating up Chinese women. No, in their country, they keep their foot on their women's necks. The same thing goes for Islam. They keep those women subservient within the religion and the men are kept in the religion and subservient as well. This is not just the women are just there and they're just being slaves. No, the men and the women are slaves together. It's called the ball and chain for a reason. They knew this thousands of years ago. So all I'm saying is we have no order. And as long as you have no order, you're going to continue to get the bad results that you continue to get. And that's the bottom line. So it's no matter how many times this conversation sparks up, you're going to get the exact same circular conversation that comes back to the exact same lack of a conclusion. You need order. That's the bottom line. I concur. Um, you definitely need order. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think you brought some good points, Big Truck. Thank Always. you, ladies. And, and by the way, and before I go, I just my thing is, I don't know if both of you have sons. I'm sure that as mothers, you want more for your sons when they get of marriage age. Because I know my mom wants more for me. She doesn't like the fact that, um, that you know, I get, you know, non-black women and foreign women. And my father, I brought him to tears. I brought my father to tears. He was like, oh, man. I thought you would have, you know, wanted a black woman, and you're gonna. And I was like, Nah, fuck that, Dad. You don't understand what we're up against. And, oh and I and I, I made him listen to some of Kevin Samuel's stuff just so he understood what I was up. Oh, to. well, are you corrupting that? Oh, I made my mom and my father listen to Lord, it just so they understood what we were up against. And we're we're up against a culture of women that do not conform and don't submit. And oh. the thing about it is, yes, that's their right to choose to be free, but you got to understand. There's no responsibility in freedom. And if, and if you're not responsible to your family, the man's not responsible to his family, you have no family. You have no order. And that's just the bottom line. Well, thank you, big truck. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you. Um, I, I, you know, I had a praying grandmother, so I, I'm, I'm praying for your mama that um, you end up with a black woman. Now, that's and not yeah. the Sorry. Maybe you ain't shit. <laughs> see, the last, see, Rose, if you see that picture, I yes. said black men do not smile in photos at all unless oh they're God. very happy. Let me find a picture of my husband uh, smiling on our wedding yeah, day. Yeah, I bet if I look at those photos, he's, he's, he's probably mean mugging. <laughs> show, show those photos. You know, I dare you to show those if photos. If he was I next to a pink toe, he'd be mean mugging. Like, how the hell I get here? But anyway. Oh, <laughs> I dare you to show those photos. Whatever. Thank you, Big Truck. Did, did you see Jerry Maguire? You remember when they looked at that wedding video and he was all, like, upset? 
spell in the whole Listen, that, that wasn't our that wasn't our situation. <laughs> oh, I okay, I hope not. You better be keeping the stomach full and balls in. Whatever. Listen, better. we already know y'all think that liberation is between the white woman. So um y'all gonna smile when y'all next to him. You know, that's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Big truck finally found a woman with good credit. <laughs> my credit's better. My credit's eight fifty. My credit's better than her. I know, but she. I hope she got good credit though, right? I mean, she got good credit, but it's not. Listen, on my he money. ain't gonna be redlined. He ain't gonna be redlined with her. He gonna have her going to the bank uh, first before he. Listen, it's some benefits. It's some benefits. That's what I'm trying to see. Like he acting like he working for her. What's I, she doing? I What's she doing? She yeah, if you done went out and had to go get you a Becky, how you didn't broke your daddy's heart, she I need know. to be doing something. Oh, she mama. submits. That's all she's got to do is submit. Oh, mama. Damn. Mama oh, over there about to roll she's over, in. child. <laughs> listen, you know she going to hunt Does she is, know how to season food? Excuse me. Oh, the God. next trip is to Bora Bora. If you don't submit, you, you don't get crooks. to go. It's just that simple. Don't get the <laughs> oh, Wait, does she call you Black King? Oh my God! Oh, I, I can't talk about what she calls me in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, oh, we already man. know. You ain't got I to tell us. We already know. Bed wench type of stuff in the. You know what? <laughs> when, you, when you got, you when know, you got a, your hands around the throat, you're choking her for oxygen. She can say, "Oh, yeah, oh Lord, have mercy." Okay, good night. She calls him a big black nigga. <laughs> there you go. All right, I didn't say that. Lord have mercy. Uh, good night, big truck. All right, good night, ladies. Good night. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you. Um, you want to go first because I got some. I got some points to get through. You got a lot of points. Like this is a four. Uh, three, three. Shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to KD for the cash app. Shout out to everybody who participated on the panel. It was a really, really good discussion. Um, it was this discussion I think that we both wanted to have about this conversation. So um, kudos to everybody who came through and rock with us. Please, 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 please hit the like button. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, what she said, but I will say this really quickly. Um, so as it relates to that stat that Tedro dropped regarding 70% of black children being born to, uh, I mean, being, you know, born to single parents, um, first off, uh, th those children, that, that means any child that's classified as black. So even those who have non-black mothers, number one. Number two, if you look at the stat, it does specify that that means unmarried, but it does not. And that also includes children where the parents are cohabitating. Number three, um, the CDC indicates that 57% of children have, or 57% of women, um, hold on, I got the stat right here. 57% of black women um, have uh, children, um, according to the 2020 census, and 46% of black men have children. The average black woman has 2.5 children. So um, there's no information. I've scoured the entire internet to indicate that it's 16% of black men that's producing all these children. In addition, most black women don't have a whole host of children. So I'm not promoting you know, children being born out of wedlock at all whatsoever. But every time you guys tout that stat, you like to put it just on the black women and there's no accountability anywhere in the conversation for the men that are leaving those black women. Um, in addition, there are a lot of factors not being considered, namely the fact that 
you know, um, a percentage of that percentage are cohabitating. So the fathers are in the home. Um, so I did need to highlight that all of this information can be found on Black Demographics or the CDC's website. Or, or yeah, the CDC website. Um, aside from that, really quickly, I also wanted to say um, the um, the you're not the sum of your missteps. So literally, because you had a child out of wedlock or what have you, um, don't allow somebody to call you something that you find demeaning. You know, there are like, you know, people make missteps. That's a part of learning, growing, evolving. Um, that's a part of living. If you live long enough, you will do some effed up mess. Um, you know, it, because I stole when I was five, I'm not a thief. Because I lied when I was a kid, I'm not a liar. Um, because you smoked weed, you're not a dope head. Because you know you cheated, you're not a dog. Like you might have done something doggish in that moment, but you get to grow and evolve beyond that. And don't let anybody hold you hostage to your past and demean you by using terms that you find to be offensive. Use your voice and let them know they can go to hell. Um, that's really all I wanted to say. I echo Danny's earlier sentiments in regards to thanking those who contributed and who, uh, you know, who uh, were active in the chat and who participated on the panel. And yeah, that's it. Um, well, Danny's on right. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I was sitting here listening. Um, well, shout out to everybody who came through again. We definitely, definitely appreciate you. Being that this was a four-hour show, I will not be here on Wednesday. Come yeah, damn lie. She gonna be right here. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Bye, y'all. We out. Peace.